There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your host and referee as always, Mike, and I'm joined by Jane Ethan as we are here for the last episode of Season 6 to talk about Arcane, the League of Legends anime. Boys, are you pumped? Dude, I'm, I'm very pumped. I'm pumped. As pumped as Jason is Forge. Mm. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about that. Uh, in case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which one is the most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. However, we only have one anime today, and we're only going to talk about that anime, which is Arcane, the League of Legends. Wow, we're not going to make references to any other anime. We're just talking about we're that one. Just talking about that one. Literally, no references of any other media allowed. You have to compare oh it to itself. And nothing oh. else. Not literature, not VCRs, not DVDs, not 8-tracks, uh-huh. not, not cassette tapes, you know, not Laser-Ray discs, nothing. There it is. Talk about Arcane, talk but about only within its own universe. You can't okay. even compare it to the game it's based off of. And I don't want to hear you talking about characters that haven't been introduced. All right, go ahead. Oh, I, I have no interest in that. Okay, um, <laughs> it... Is on a screen. Uh, Shit, no, that talks uh, about our universe. That's a different media. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah. You're out. Oh, man. All right, Jay, uh, you're, uh, uh, you're uh, try, Jay. It's going to be harder than I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I got nothing. All right. There are characters. That's Ethan. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching <laughs> Crappy Anime Showdown. That's and what we we'll call see it you default. next season. <laughs> 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 Sir, you've defaulted on your loans? Ah, frick. Oh, God. He's going to repossess my anime. My body pillows. <laughs> oh, speaking of, but uh, now, to, all kidding aside, speaking of Le- League of Legends Arcane came out, do you want to know what also came out recently? Uh, that's mm, right. Sure. Do- a new Dota, season a of new Dota? Se- yeah. A new season of Dota, I did boys. see that, yeah. I was like, what? Hold on. That was really hard. Uh, I, I almost, all-time, I almost watched greats. all of that as a joke, and then I just wanted to start talking about it and be like, oh, frick. Did I watch <laughs> like the wrong thing? Like you watched one? the wrong thing? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, uh, don't want to commit to that, but I think that would have been funny. Like, I don't oh, understand. Piss off a lot of, you could sh- piss off a lot of League and Dota fans. These character like, names don't Oh, I thought you said Dota. What the hell? Oh, God, guys. Dota and League, basically the same game. So, Did you, you watch know. the different auto-battlers than I did? I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to get confused. Huh. You watch the different season of Gintama than me? Well, that's weird. We have nothing different to say. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really seem like it moved the plot forward at all. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking wild. <laughs> Gintama. It rears its head again. <laughs> and the surprise at the end was the same, too? <laughs> what? It's not very surprising. What a ride. I can't wait <laughs> to do it again next season. But not in a surprising way. <laughs> yeah, surprising it's in a surprising way. when it shouldn't be. Not in a, su- not in a positively <laughs> surprising way. It's like the, they did it again? Wow, that is surprising. <laughs> I thought four was enough. <laughs> all right, all right. It's, it's, it's arcane time. Because oh, okay. all the haters out there will be surprised to find that I liked it. Good. You fucking better have. The first three episodes yeah. still weren't great. First three, ep- first, the first three episodes are not great. So that and that's my problem. Like you had three episodes to sell me on it, but because you have to pander to a lot of people that maybe don't play the game, you have to give a lot of backstory that I just don't care about in a way I definitely do not care about, which is via kids in any 
in any capacity. I'm how just do you watch any it. anime ever. I well, because I, I you know, <laughs> how I'm do you watch One Piece? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, what the fuck? Hold uh, on. <laughs> uh, listen, I I'm not saying it's not hard to get through those because let me tell you, every arc they're like, hey, what if you learned about this kid's backstory? And I go, why? Please, why are no. you making us just, just, wait, just focus it, on always, the current, please? I always thought like in my heart of hearts that you must enjoy anime at least a little huh. because you're making JW and I do this. Huh. Oh, I so, do. Like, you know, I do enjoy anime a little bit. Yeah, yeah for sure. I uh-huh. enjoy anime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ironically. Yeah. <laughs> that's a legitimate form of enjoyment. That You know what? That's true. No, I, I enjoy... There are some animes out there that I really enjoy and even One Piece is just a guilty pleasure for me so yeah. even though and I bash once... on it and it would never make anybody else watch it because I think it's a, a time sink and a terrible waste, I'll watch every single episode and I'll love it because I'm a sucker for yeah, pirates yeah. and I think it's fun. That's just what yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 like that's that. I like my. But that doesn't mean that there isn't. Shit. Yeah, it doesn't mean that there isn't yeah, awful yeah. things with One Piece that I'm gonna be willing to point out because I'm not a sellout for the anime. No, that's not know? what I you meant. I saying? meant the fact that you don't like listening to kids explain backstory. Oh my god, that's just terrible. It's just a terrible way of doing it. Just like American media has it too. I'm just over kids being like like when it got to episode four and everybody was an adult or you know however old they were close enough say but i'm just assuming it's close enough to an adult i was like okay now i feel like i can relate to these characters now i feel like growth matters now i care about all that like i get and they're dead (laughs) (laughs) whoops it's like but it's just like i'm just so over i didn't need three episodes of jinx's sad backstory like one would have sufficed maybe two at most but three was just I just yeah. got over it real quick. Well, I, I understand why they needed the backstory. No, the well, issue is that the and I'll this is going to be the running theme of the entire show. My synopsis basically is ah. that the characters were the only really good part. The overall story was very meandering and didn't feel like it had a real solid point or story to tell. And of the characters the primary characters were the most boring. Mm-hmm. And so the first these, three episodes are just nothing but our primary characters and how boring they are. A Vander sort of aside, but Vander is only interesting in retrospect mostly. Yeah, because he died and then you learned about other things. Like, then, okay, you yeah. le- then you learn why yeah. he's interesting. Yeah, then you're like, oh, okay, so he like, was people interesting. People keep talking about him and they're like, oh, he's so cool. I'm like, oh, Wait, oh, what did oh. you? What did we learn about Vander after he died? That he was uh, interesting. His speci- <laughs> the specifics of his dreams and uh, commitment that, that Silk, he and Silco both had. I mean, they mention it, but like you don't mm. see how it actually worked. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I mean, Cause I later guess. I don't under- know. I feel like we got you- most of that. Did we? Yeah, I really it, thought the first, we did. The first thing we see is Vander is good guy. Yeah, right. Uh, Vander also talked to cop. So Vander, bad guy, let's be honest. Right. And then Vander die doing generic hero thing for the most yeah. part. And after that, we learn specifically how he ran the place, quote unquote, better than Silco, but not really better than Silco, just different than Silco. I mean, yeah, I think that's literally the point, isn't it? Like well, yeah, that's sort and, of the, but that's the not point. something you know about him up front. Oh, that's, some, that's what you learn later. Okay, you're and saying I think it because he's yeah, not his you, character. You, you, more. Yeah, you don't know what kind of a leader Vander was until you see what kind of a leader Soko is. And Wait, exactly. I don't think that's true. I, I think, think so. you know who he is. You're yeah. just given a parallel. No, I think you're given something that's supposed to be a cliche that doesn't work in concept. And once you start to really expose the corruption that 
is at the highest order of Piltover, you start to understand what Vander's relationship that would have been more like. Yeah, I mean, he's the revolutionary that lost and is now no, he's trying a to coward. Like... I mean, I'm a, I'm a I think you could right now. I think Vander's a goddamn pussy. I mean, I think that's kind of the thing they're doing, right? It's, I know it is. That's like it the same thing. thing. Like but, like, you don't really get to understand that. Because in the beginning, he's just good guy. He's just good guy doing good thing. Good guy win. Well, not win, because die. But good guy yeah, do but like, good thing. Yeah, but, like, by episode guy, three, right. he's not the good guy anymore. He's just one of the people that has made no, mistakes. No, by episode three, he's still good guy because he heroically sacrificed. I don't know. I did not see Vander like that by that Well, point. I didn't either. But I don't think that I am the common person who says, oh, he talked to a cop piece of shit. <laughs> well, no, it's not. I'm not saying it's because he talked to a cop that makes him a piece of shit. It's just that well, his character I, has more depth. Okay, fine, I get it. <laughs> but like, there is more like political nuance to his character than just yes, that we don't know about until. What are you later. talking about? Like the the revolutionary that sells out his cause because he lost, and then he forever gimps his own cause. That is something we knew by episode two. Kinda. And that's most of his character is that he sells out the things that he claims he wants because of other things that are involved, yeah. aka his daughters uh, and sons. Which, which, um, which, which is what uh, Soko does. Which, ep- well, no, he doesn't. He does the opposite because he's better than him. But uh, <laughs> what's the episode where we find out that Vander originally tried to kill Soko? I think that, that was is two. three. Was it three? I think it's no, I thought it was two. Because it's, it's a flashback. Three, when three he's was their dying. flashback. Three was their flashback. Yeah. So if that's I think the case, it's three. Then it was three. So there's, there were two three, different three flashbacks. Is the big death. I thought. There, there were two the different flashbacks. Reset. No, no, I know there's two different flashbacks, but I believe the big one is when people are dying in three. Hold on, I'll look it up. Yeah, I think there's I, one. I know, in three I know. Well, in anyway. two, they show it. Is in they show someone drowning Silco and him reaching yeah, for but the it's knife. But implied that it's, it's Vander. Obvious that it's Vander if you don't have a the child uh, the brain of a child. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, in, in, they in, don't show at least, it at least, at least on the wiki, it describes the flashback where um, Vander tried to drown Soko. In what three? In, in the, yeah, in three. At least that's and on the specifically three. the fact that he quote unquote quote unquote regrets it. Mm-hmm. That's so the time when I, he meets Soko and says that he regrets what he did. But by that, that point, we already know real, what he did. That is obviously the real point where you learn who Vander really is, and. I guess for most normal human beings, they're supposed to be like, oh, he's the good guy because he no kill. Why are and we it's like, but like, why are we couching our analysis as if we're talking to like dullards? That's never uh, how we do this. This is crappy anime showdown. Yeah, but that's never how we do it. We normally critique what do you it. Mean? As, <laughs> I mean, we talk uh, about the fact uh, 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 that we. Uh, 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 fine, 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 fine. So the issue I have with Vander as a character is that he feels like the story wants you to believe that he is objectively right. I think that the story wants us to believe that many of the characters all think they're right, but all of them, every single one of them, is wrong. Mm, is there a I, right character? I can't think of one. Well, yeah. Caitlin. Caitlin's not a right character either. No, I think character is supposed to also be a just objectively right character. Wait, you meant to say Caitlin? Yeah, Caitlin. You said you said character is supposed to be an objectively right character. Wait, oh wait, Mike, Mike, he's doing it. He's he's being self-referential. The the character is the right character. uh, Caitlin's objectively supposed to be Caitlin in this anime. I slippy and and Freuded. Mm -hmm. (laughs) JW also has some work to go die. Well, wait, wait, wait. So Ethan, then then counter that point. What what do you disagree with about Caitlin being the objectively right character? What does she do in your mind that isn't 
that like isn't her thinking she's objectively right, but I guess I guess state your case for Caitlyn because I can kind of see where Jay's coming from, but I'd like to hear your side of things. Yeah, I'm trying to think it yeah, through. We're more. back to and crappy anime courtroom. Yeah. The original <laughs> plug for this. <laughs> right. Wait, hey, hey, lost, lost judge, seasons, lost seasons. Judge bailiff, bailiff, kill them all, <laughs> that, kill them that's all. A, bailiff. That's a real lost season. We're, we're <laughs> yeah. never going to speak of that. Yeah, that that was like what first episode? Maybe <laughs> yeah, first. No, two? It wasn't even an episode. No, it, it was. was basically a mic test no, with attitude. No, it was an episode because no, I did one too. First episode, the first couple. Remember, because I tried switching. being whatever, a judge, whatever, whatever. and I was like, I can't do this. Don't you whatever me. No, you bring up a point and then and then gaslight me. You son of a gun. <laughs> you will answer for your crimes. <laughs> no, anyway, go ahead, Ethan. Because I, um, I kind of can hear Caitlyn as... Being universal good guy. Yeah, because yeah. like, what does she do in the anime that isn't just objectively right? Um, I think she... So, for the record, I think that Threatens of Jake's all the characters... The that is what I was going to say. Um, and that's I do, the only thing. I guess, yeah. But I, in, I think in you a, guys have a good but case in, here. But in a moment where it makes sense... To threaten yeah. Jinx, as she was just kidnapped. I don't think it makes sense. And held hostage. I don't think it even telling. makes sense to threaten. I mean, I think it's probably kidnapped just... and held hostage, and literally Jinx handed by a gun and said, "Shoot Caitlyn," and you don't think that she has any reason uh, to be also, mad? She at also Jinx? pointed it at Caitlyn first. Yeah, you <laughs> I mean, don't was, think she has any reason to be upset at any of this? And it then, was pretty clear that in that moment things were de-escalating and she actively chose to re-escalate no, no, no. Uh, like I no, said no, no, no I know it was not Jinx was doing her serial killer routine <laughs> yeah. she was spinning the she was spinning the gun on the table like it was spinning the bottle anyone could have died at this any was time right, and she was, was right talking to mannequins Silco, Silco and Vi were like yelling at each other there was no de-escalation yeah. It was it not was de-escalating when she broke right, free. I'd have to go back and watch yeah, it. Yeah, it was not okay. de-escalating. That's right, why right, I think well, it's at least... Right, well, here, you know what? Let's say let's say Caitlyn is the universal good guy then. What does that say? Does it line up with the show? Uh, what because it says it, is that uh, justice exists. There is a good mentality to have. And I think the other answer is that she's supposed to show how corrupt Piltover has become. Because she's the only good one? Yeah. Because I would agree with that. Okay, so great. like, all right, well, that's like it. when we'll she's crossing the bridge, and yeah, yeah, we'll see you later. Frick. Um, when she's crossing the bridge with Vi, or somewhere, there's a scene between the two of them where Caitlin's like, No, that's not how it's gonna go, like, things are gonna be okay, and like, yeah. that's when no, Vi is like, it, big reveal on something, and it's like, Okay, clearly, well, well, no, no, it's no, not it was, I think what you're talking about is the end of episode eight where they're talking at the mansion, and Vi, like, it was right after they tried to go to the council. And say, yes. uh, you know, like, can we do this thing with one? And they were like, no. And Vi was like, I knew it would never work. It never works. It never will work. I don't understand. And Vi's like, yeah. Caitlin's like, no, we can find another way. We can do this. It has yeah. to happen. And Vi went, uh, the uppers and downers are like oil and water. And then she's like, <laughs> what, a, and the what, what about me and you? And the she's weed like, will never mix. <laughs> I mean, okay, so let me rephrase what I said earlier. Okay. I think she is a pearly white character, but she is wrong. Like well, many times over, she thinks something's going to go one way, and it goes completely the opposite. Sure, direction. sure, sure, sure. But what I when I and also Heimerdinger, objectively um, correct. What character. is the good character? Objectively correct, yes. And Echo, actually. Mm. I mean, no, Echo is probably the good character. That's probably the answer. I, mean, I kind of forgot about Echo. Echo and Caitlin. Victor, sorry, producer just said Victor. I think that Victor is wrongly portrayed as a bad person. Yeah, I actually agree with that. I agree with yeah. that. Absolutely. And, and like this, is, this is the, the whole thing that I'm talking because about. It, because show. it needs is to that... portray Jace as the good guy, but it, uh, I don't well, understand no, why. No, 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 they don't portray him as the good guy. Let, let, me, let me sum it up, what my actual argument is here. It's, I think that the show needs its good characters to be good 
but have flaws that make them interesting. But their flaws are boring and boilerplate. The bad guys, on the other hand, are free to be interesting characters with arcs who make decisions, change who they are, and actually grow into better or worse people overall. And so the real issue I have with the show is that, well, two, one is that it doesn't really seem to have like an overarching story or point, really, because it's ultimately just a thing to get you to watch season two and... You know, I, like, I disagree with this. I think it does have a point personally. Well, anyway, but and then the second thing is that all of the good guy characters were the weakest ones. So episodes one, two and some of three were the weakest episodes because it focused entirely on those pretty standard, not very interesting characters interacting with each other, not really growing, not really learning, just sort of bouncing off of each other over and over again until they die. Well, until some of them die. Most of them die. Arguably, I mean, yeah. So on the first point, I do think this show has a point. And I think it's just literally saying how if you constantly put down one group of people, you will eventually get things that rise up that you don't want, and it won't necessarily lead to a happy outcome. You can't just make peace with this. You can't just mm. sweep it under the rug, which is what Jace tried to do. Well, it's even what Soko tried to do. Disingenuously, but yeah. <laughs> No, but it doesn't matter. Jace sued for peace, and he got what he wanted. Yeah, like I, I, it. Part of the reason I feel like it doesn't have a real story is because it's such season two bait on that last episode. I got, I, I guess, dude. But like, they set up so much shit and pay none of it off. Oh on come purpose. on, you're crazy. Like, I'm not Boy, saying I'm not it won't crazy. lead to. A, I'm not saying it won't lead to a season two. But you, you mean to tell me First you didn't all, like the way this ended? How many people do you think aren't gonna die from the missile to the to the boardroom? Was oh, it all yeah. of them? I mean, all of them. I mean, Victor uh, <laughs> Jace, Mel will live long enough so we can say goodbye to Mel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Her mom's is introduced there? out of nowhere, gee whiz, for season two. How interesting. Yeah, the council yeah. Dies. Singe has been power. sitting there cackling in the background, the only bad guy with nothing interesting to do. Who? You said Jace? Singed. Oh, singed, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. Victor, I, that, and, then, and then some of the stories ruined because I know the characters. Like, I know what happens to, to Victor. Right, Victor's, but that doesn't ruin it. <laughs> no, it, it ruins it somewhat in the sense that I know what was going to happen this entire time, and instead of getting to see it or watch it happen, they keep pressing the stall button so that they can save his full transformation for season two. Basically, he go he has a really interesting story that's happening, and he gets to the precipice of that story when he gets his new leg, and then stall. Stall for yeah, three sure. episodes. Yeah, sure. I mean, people grow slowly. No, no, I don't, no, no, I don't no, know. no, 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 no. That is season two bait. People grow slowly, yeah, my I, ass. I agree it is season two bait, but that doesn't mean it is bad season it two bait. It means that they knew exactly what they were going to do and didn't do it on purpose. So I I get it. I like it. I kind of know what's going to happen. I would have liked to see it, but I didn't get to. So like, I, it's not going to I'm not going to give a point to something that should have happened. Should have happened. I, I think the only story. reason I think the only reason why you're saying that is because you know what happens to Victor. You wouldn't have said well, that. Well, I do know what happens to Victor, but even knowing what happened to Victor, I still liked his arc. Right. Yes, yeah, I think that's kind but of But watching point. it stall out for the purposes of having something to say for season 2 was boring. They stalled him out and one character that I really liked seeing no longer had anything to do. I mean, I agree they could have done more of Victor. Yes, I do yeah. agree. Echo never had anything to do. You could have cut him and all of his shit completely yeah. out of the story, and no one would have even noticed. I, you're like complaining because the world feels full. 
No, I, I'm complaining because the world feels like a shallow exhibition of intellectual property. But again, like the characters are the strongest part. I, I don't even get me started on the fucking music video scene. <laughs> oh my! Are you about to complain about the fucking echoes like fight? Is that what I'm you're about gonna to do? Compla- no, echoes Wait, was the best. Are you? One. Are you going to so complain about good. Imagine yeah, Dragons imagine being Dragon forcibly scene? inserted? God, oh yeah, I mean that oh, wasn't I good. The Imagine Dragons, yeah, that was good. <laughs> that shit yeah. was nasty. Why? Because they because they because they play League. Well, we get it, but that doesn't mean Fuck, I need to hear well, your no, song. It's be- it's because they've been making their music for like ten. I years just, yeah, I freak, I don't care. I hated that. I lost. Uh, just, <laughs> I was so furious when I had to watch that. I was like, "You have to be kidding me right now." I mean, that one was weird. I don't, I don't approve of that. That was weird. Didn't need to be there. I don't know that why was it was really there. Gross. I mean, it was clearly uh, only there because like some deal they had. But and especially towards the end, like a whole lot of runtime was being used up by these, frankly, uninspired fight scenes set to music with nothing like, at stake. Ones? Well, one, the first Firefly fight against Jinx. And I get that that's partially supposed to be her new introduction as a new person. Yeah. But, like, that was a lot. Why? And it well, told me... What did it tell me? So it starts okay. off with Silco sm- smuggling stuff. The yeah. exact same stuff that he had the last Shimmer, time. Shimmer, baby! Yes. Jinx is a murderer. Ah. Yes. Now, who could that be against? Literally anyone. Okay. But it's against Fireflies, who uh, spend, I think, about 15 minutes of runtime zipping around doing anime shit to a, frankly, rather annoying song. All for, in the service of setting up Echo in the future, who, again, does nothing. They did spend a lot of time yeah, so, setting up the Fireflies and Echo for him to, have, for him to do nothing. For I him to do that. nothing. He did nothing in this anime. And they you mean like, they used I a wasn't... lot of screen time. They basically used Echo and his gang as a bunch of mooks as filler. Echo yeah. accomplished nothing besides besides <laughs> besides. What fighting. does he do? Yeah, what does he do? He's just another moving piece within the world. That what does he do? Filler. What does he do? Does if he doesn't so do does anything? Do? Remove are, him are we from good? the entire show. What doesn't happen? Okay, then shots are Silco would have had more power. That's what he's doing. What, like, more power I, over what? Literally. Okay, so let's presume for a moment that's the first shipment of Shiv, uh, Shimmer. Probably wasn't, but let's presume it was. Okay. No, the firelights aren't there. Fine, I don't care. But I'm just it saying, matter, if, yeah. if it wasn't, if it wasn't for the firelights showing up to interrupt those things, theoretically, yes, Soka would have had more control over the, like the upper city. I guess. I'm not like saying these. Like, I don't have to have concrete answers to these. The world's just moving. In right. the power vacuum, right. that but why, why don't they spend behind. thirty minutes about the Poro and what he eats for dinner? He, here's the thing: uh, they, they set up, they because set up a that's lot. obviously re, like unreasonable. At the end, at I the end of the it. anime, they spend a ton of time talking about how their shipments are now delayed. That was just yes. a shipment of Shimmer. That doesn't yes. make Silco's power any more, any less than it was. It just made it status well, quo. And, and more it, importantly, later. Jace puts on the embargo that completely yeah. changes everything. Like it, it just all it was was it happened to be on progress day and they wanted to stop it just because they could. But it didn't okay. it didn't it didn't necessarily mean anything. If I if he if they don't have that scene and I I bet that I don't hear about Silco having tons more power. No, it's just a shipment. It's like drug cartels running drug runs. Sure, we find out that the cops stopped one drug run of the cartels. Does that really matter to them? No, cuz they've already shipped like 3000 other ones. So I, I just don't think that they set up Echo in a good way, and I'm disappointed with it because I don't think he was a bad character. They just didn't give him anything to do. Like they were like, "Oh, 
I have to tag along to give Jace this bead, and then I'll fight Jinx on the bridge, and then panic, and then get my leg broke, and then meet Heimerdinger. Like that's where we're at. Yeah, They're just a setup for season two. Yeah, I might... that's like half of what Game of Thrones did. It's half of what like fucking Avatar did. You introduce characters early on so that way you can have them grow. That's what they're doing. Grow to what? Grow into whatever Echo's going to do in season two. Right, grow to nothing. Clearly, what are you, oh my God. Uh, By the end of the show, growing into nothing. So, for instance, Heimerdinger going into the Undercity, realizing he's not welcome. Let's establish something, that this show could get canceled. Yeah, okay. And we could never see another thing ever again. Yeah. And that would mean that Echo did nothing. Okay. Great. So, let's just pretend that I'm the finance man. And I'm looking down at these numbers, and I say, holy shit, Echo's fight scene costs how much? Okay, well, that's cool. Uh, and it's like what one does he of do the best the fight scenes animated. Yeah, it is. Yes. It is. And now what does he do for the rest of the show? Okay, so you put him in just for that. Yes. How much does it cost? So how- let me. So why would they even give a fuck? Because that money's going to get spent on a fight scene regardless. It has nothing to do with well, it being you Echo. Could, you could have him fight Caitlyn. Okay, true. Yeah. You know what? For the record, I probably would have preferred to see more fight scenes with Caitlyn. Yeah, Caitlyn didn't. Caitlyn got to do things, but also had no real arc. So, so here's the thing. This isn't like any of this stuff is bad. This stuff could have been much better. And the stuff that could have been much better is the reason why I think this story meanders so much. There's so many other people who aren't doing anything important who you could very easily cut to focus on fleshing out the characters that pretty much the entire time kind of just felt eh. Like, Caitlyn just felt eh. Jace felt annoyingly eh. Now, that's crazy to me. Like, Jace Jace, is very interesting to me. Jace is interesting in that he is supposed to be a thing, and I hate him. But, like, I get that. Like, I'm kind of supposed to. You're supposed to think that he's kind of a dipshit. I mean, you're supposed to think he's just a reactionary that has no right. resources to figure out what to do because he's surrounded by right. evil people. Right. And, and, or, more importantly, because he's just completely ignorant of the real fucking situation. Right. And, he, and then he becomes he aware of it. And, and then he does something even worse. Yeah, I <laughs> agree. But that's, like, right, right, literally right, right. So a part. Again, good that's interesting. also has an arc. That is a character with something to do. Mm-hmm. Mel has an arc. Mel is good. Mel has a character and an arc. Mel's mom, my favorite character in the I show. I knew you would love her. Has nothing to do. Yeah. Um just I season mean, 2 bait. So, like I get it. I like these characters. I like Echo's fight scene. I like his cool snowboard thing. He doesn't need to be there. Because right now you got a big fucking problem, and that is I don't find anything interesting about Vi. I don't find anything interesting about um, uh, the the two fucking side people who are just there to die. Uh, what's what? His, uh, who? Oh, the kids. The, the kids. The two kids. Yeah, like, I mean, they're, they're, they're not. For two episodes. They're just there to die. I get it, but like nothing interesting about them. So when Jinx is constantly like hearing them in her head, I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. What are they saying? I mean, they're just representations of things. No, like, sure, sure. But, like, imagine a scenario where every time I hear, I see Jinx freak out and imagine one of her friends talking to her, I can also think of what that character might have been saying to her in that instance because right. I knew the character who died so well. Okay. These are the things you sacrifice for an Echo fight scene and Echo's treehouse and Echo and Heimerdinger 
broing it up for no fucking reason. These are the things you sacrifice for admittedly colossally awesome scenes of big dummy mommy standing up in the in the fucking bathtub flexing a huge power move on Chase, making him look like an impotent little weasel. <laughs> the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen. Like, again, great. Didn't need to be there. How many more scenes with Silco and Jinx did we not get because Silco's right-hand man had to have two fight scenes with Vi? Yeah, but, like, that was also part of her progression. A little bit. I think that the second fight was important and needed to happen, but the first fight, I mean, the not first fight so it, much. Okay, if it didn't happen, then where would she go? Like she has to. She is by when she gets released from the jail, she is on a collision course with Silco in one form or function. Oh, sure, sure, it has sure. to happen. So if it's not Savika, then who is it? Oh no, no, no! And that's another one of the things that is somewhat annoying about Vi is that. She, they play her up as the character who will just fight her way out of anything, blocks with her face, a phrase I think they maybe could have said one or two more times because it's, I think, supposed to be very emblematic of her character overall. Like, she's got the gumption. She's willing to just take him in the face just to swing back just as hard. Wait, are deal. you being like sarcastic? Or are you no, 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 that's literally her more? character. Okay. No, no, I agree. Did you yeah, literally, literally want to hear character. that more? No, 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 no. What I mean is that they had to, con- because that's her character, they had to get creative and sometimes not so creative in finding ways of getting her out of the consequences of that. And one of the main ones sure. was her first fight with that in the sense that she just, she comes back first day out of prison, kicks in the door, says, where's Silco? I'm a punch his dick. And Silco's right hand woman goes, nah. And they fight. And yeah. then Vi loses. Yes. And there's, but then it's like, Oh shit. Start digging. Get the get the bucket. We got to bail her out of this one. The ship's sinking. How do we get her out? And it's like, okay, theoretically, could we have found a different way to do this that didn't use up so much time and money? Maybe. And is it fine? It's fine. But again, like this didn't even feel like a growth moment because immediately after that, Vi keeps her same attitude of punch everything in the face and... Fuck it, I don't give a shit. I mean, I think it's supposed to represent how the Undercity is not hers anymore. It's a completely well, different place. It was never really hers. It was Whatever. Hers, it's not yeah, owned yeah, by yeah, the I, person that she likes. Right, it's know? not the same place she thought it was. But I yeah. think that's what she figured out two seconds after jumping down the, the house. Yeah, when she busted. I she figured that out pretty quickly. When she, gets, when she gets captured by Jing, she goes, you know, people keep asking if I'm back. And you know what? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm back. And then she punches I her think way I'm up. back. <laughs> ah, I don't know. I, I get the feeling if we had just seen a scene between her and someone where it didn't go exactly according to the way she wanted it to be, we would have been complaining about the exact opposite thing. No. Where it really showed, don't happy. tell me how things are different. It, no, 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 no. No. Grow. Grow. What is Vi's character arc? How does she start and how does she end? I mean, she ends as a fucking cop. Does she? Is, I mean, that's the implication, yes. What? Well, from the game, yes, but I don't. It doesn't seem like they're going that route. I mean, I'm pretty confident by the like the the implication you really, of her. You really think that the implication at the end, where she has complete disillusionment with the system overall, no confidence, and spurs literally her gets Caitlin, the councilman to lead a raid a on cop? the city just to just to beat down Silco, just to kill a kid. 
Oh, and then no. you know, be like, I don't know, we could kill a few more. It's fine. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, she's acting as that arm of the state. Yes, no, she's for a sure, cop. for sure. But I think that was far more of a, her own personal revenge. I think she had. Yeah, I know. Zero but like, she's not going to be a cop. There is nothing about her being a cop. There is everything about her being a vigilante criminal that yeah. both sides will hate. But she's not yes. a cop. Okay, fine. Maybe she's not a cop yet. But like the, I don't see like, that happening. And if they do it, I will be very disappointed. But either way, I think the exact same thing has happened. She started off the exact same way she ended. She ended the exact same way she started off. She started off getting mad at her dad for not fighting back. She gets out of prison. First thing she does is fight back. Gets bailed out of that one. Goes back. Fights back some more. Takes a brief reprise to maybe grow to give the system one chance with Caitlyn doesn't happen, spits on everyone's shoes, goes back, kills a kid, uh, punches her way through poor right-hand woman again, and then... Kidnapped by Jinx. That's it. I mean, season, for the record... Then that, that then season two bait. For the record, her lack of... Let's say, like, she has no character growth, that is also saying something about the tone of the show. A little bit. It could be, is that sure. These individual pieces, people can't change things on their own. It's a systemic problem. And well, these change five things and change it. themselves are different things. No, I get it. But, like, the fact that she won't change, and frankly, Jace never changes, and well, Victor he, never he changes. Cha- so that's the thing, though. Ch- Jace doesn't change in his perspective of what to do. Exactly. But Jace does change. So I agree he changes as a character. The actions he takes are different. But it's right. like Paul, his politics never change. Right, right. That's so, character growth. Right. But, and, I, a character, and a story arc in okay. which you end up the same as you started. Right. I mean, that's a, my a argument. A better yes. example. See, Jace is a good example. Vi is a bad example. Fine. I'm just saying the fact that Vi is our character piece, and even though she's trying to fix things and it's impossible, every single character is trying to fix things and it's right. impossible. Right. Like, that is saying something. And like sort I think of. that matters that we have our main character who doesn't change because she can't change, and she can't change anything else because of it. That, that could think be a that message. That's true, but I don't think that's what the show is trying to tell me. I totally think it's what the show is. Trying I to tell think us. that in season two, this is all going to get wrapped up, but that we'll never know until it happens. But more importantly, like. This is about characters having arcs or not having arcs and wasting potential time on those arcs, growth, and development on what I'll call uh, music video moments where there's a whole lot of glitz and glamour put into an event that isn't really all that narratively significant sometimes, but is made to be for no other reason than music video. And again, like the Imagine Dragons bit is the perfect no, bit. Yeah, that one's bad. She's just walking into the bar. Yeah, what, no by what that. fucking merit does this determine our music video moment? That's nonsense. What comes in second place, I think, is the music video moment where they are uh, fighting a bunch of random... Uh, what what do you call them? Fucking I don't know. Um, I don't know what to call them. Mutants, I guess. Glimmer boys. They're shimmer. They're shimmer. Them. They're shimmermen. Sh- oh my god, that's great. Shimmerman. Shimmerman. They're shimmermen. I like that. Okay, yeah. So they're they're fighting. The, you mean with Jason? Yeah, baby mundos. Yeah, you see, <laughs> this is the problem oh, yeah. with having played the game. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot mundos, of ooh, ooh 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 like click look at the screen Leonardo DiCaprio moments. 
<laughs> like who was the who was mommy's bodyguard? Is that is that Darius's brother? <laughs> Darius's uncle? Like, no, no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I think they were going for something good, but like a good example of how it could have been improved is when uh, Jason Vi are raiding the warehouse, and they're doing their first and only attempt to do something. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fucking producer said that kid looks like quit Twitch. Literally said those exact <laughs> words like six times. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but, the kid um, that got killed? Yeah, no, but um, <laughs> the, uh, the I said it about the one guy who was down in the fucking depths who betrayed them for drugs. I was like, yeah, Twitch, oh. it's Twitch. Rat oh, I can see. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway, see anyway. So, weird. like, uh, when Jace and Vi are hitting that warehouse and Jace kills that kid, which made me laugh pretty hard, um, <laughs> uh, like, that fight they had with those random worthless mooks? Yes. Why was that such like a grandiose fucking goddamn anime music video? You know movie? why? It's I mean, because when Jace Why, it's why am I Jace, supposed to be pogging out? Jace had Jace his hammer uses the weapon. Because Vi got his Vi got her gloves and Jace got his hammer. That's the only reason exactly, that exactly. fight scene. That's it. It's it's pointed at the that screen big. and go, oh, 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 I know that. I know that. I don't disagree that that has a lot to do with it, but the killing of the kid at the end is the reason no, why no, it's no, not explicitly the kid, 100%. But that, that. that's the second the music cuts. Yes, and that's on purpose. It's a hyper-violent scene. That's guess, on purpose. Dude, they but... explode someone's ribcage. You watch it get literally disintegrate. Yeah, and it's hilarious and fun. And then they're yeah, like, I... do it to a kid. And I'm like, ah. Right. That's... To try and... Are you trying to make me feel bad about that? <laughs> yes, that is exactly okay. what they're trying to do. So they they're want me to feel you... bad about it. Then yes. the main character goes, whatever, he knew what he was doing. And then yeah. the other main character goes, I don't want to kill kids anymore, and sulks and goes home. After, yes. after pouting and kicking and screaming all day about how nobody does anything. Yeah, it's because he's a fucking liberal. That's exactly a, the reason why. Because he's a fucking shithead. No, you're right. And that's he totally just doesn't true. understand that violence comes with this. And, like, obviously I'm not condoning that fucking kid dying. That has less to do with this. But, like, it's... It's just one but of those things that Vi understands but view no, of what had, war exactly. was. Yeah. Yeah. Decided to go to war against mm-hmm. everyone else's like sort of direct wishes, and then the second he got his first teensy bitty sip of war, whoops! <laughs> I'm off, boys. I'm out. See you later. I guess peace was an option. I have a giant hammer gun, <laughs> but I don't want to use it for war anymore. Yeah, I murdered yeah. a child with this. <laughs> I think in the span of one episode, he goes from Hextech will never be a weapon to making a weapon in his, in his sweaty dom basement to using that weapon in a, in a super poggers way <laughs> where he's like, oh, man, he's going he's gonna to switch to Q mode. He's going to switch to gun mode oh and God, blowing people gift. out. And oh, then so he goes to war is hell. Peace yeah. was always the only solution. <laughs> After I mean, spitting in the face of every single right, person, right? Only, who only for that rocket to hit the council room for him to go. Hextech needs to be a weapon tomorrow. <laughs> Hextech, he's gonna, this, <laughs> opening of season two, he gets up. War. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he just takes off his shirt. He's muscly. <laughs> he takes off his shirt. He's gone. He uh, grows three sizes in all directions. Yeah, he takes Ooh. a little bit of shimmer. He, he suddenly has two hammers. We don't know where he got them. <laughs> Peace was never an option. <laughs> Speak softly and carry a big stick. <laughs> two if you got him. I'm just saying, we could make a great bomb. colony. We could make a great colony out of the lanes. That's all. <laughs> he's going to occupy and purge. He's done. Somebody hit me. Heresy detected. 
So now that I've done my rant about what I didn't like, let's talk about what was great. And that is all the fucking evil characters because they are the most relatable, understandable, interestingly, uh, what do you call it? Growing. They, they have interesting growth and interesting arcs. Yeah, even, even Sabika those, has growth. Yeah, and even some of them are, I don't want to say cliched, but cliched in the beginning. Uh, well, yeah, Singed yeah. is 100% cliched. Like, he's the only bad guy with nothing going on, who, again, doesn't need to be there, but is only there for season two. Um, but, like, Victor has a pretty, he fucks <laughs> that, he fucks that weird bug oh, Rhea? Thing in, in oh, the cave. Yeah. Wait, oh, no, he, Rio. No, Rio. He's fucking that I thought that it was bug. Rhea. It's it not real. a bug. It's like a salamander. What is wrong? Whatever, sure man. The mutation must survive. The mutation down must his survive. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <it's> in... <laughs> oh no! Oh God! Why is it green? <laughs> oh no, Daddy! No! Singed kicks in the door. It's Rhea on the floor. <laughs> it's, the mutation must survive. Victor, Victor, Victor walks in on Singe just plowing Rhea. Like, why? Oh God! Just like, I know he walks in. He goes, I understand now. <laughs> he just starts. I, oh my God! I have to fuck the ashes of my. What do you, dead what do you think that vat is filled with that Rhea's in? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Oh no! He, like he puts his uh, hand up against the tank and saving it. Yeah, <laughs> he puts his hand against the tank and he's like, "This took a long time to gather." He's been saving it, bro. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes oh. commitment to your work can take a lot out of you. Yeah, I, I think you know uh, I mean. Victor's character of the evil people is the worst because it's just a little cliche, and cliche in the sense that, given what I know about the game. That it's it's kind of sad and annoying that such a good setup has such a boring and annoying payoff. Like, what, the I, fact I'm, that, like I'm he team do Victor yet? never did anything wrong, and I hate that I'm supposed to think he's dumb and wrong, or that he's becoming a bad person when he's not. So Victor is definitely the one that I think is um, Victor is a victim of the show writers, yeah. probably being liberal, because. They're like because they compare Jason murdering one kid, which for the record, like fuck, dude, yeah, get out of your bloodlust. Um, but like they compare him to his assistant accidentally getting killed in this process as if they're the same, yeah, and not they're not. The they're just not like the same at all. And like it is for the record, it's very sad. You should take that into account in whatever you're doing. Like you know, it doesn't mean it, it should be a moment where you you have pause, right? right? Well, well, like think about like, it from a, a writing up. perspective. Think about it like Victor's got to become the ultimate Russian machine uh, because he's he's got to apparently eventually become Robo Stalin. At least that's what the impression I get from the games. <laughs> so um, he has a Russian accent. OK, step one. Uh, step two, he's crippled and he wants to use Hextech to live longer. OK, great. Yeah, I, I'm already like seeing the arc in my head. Like he slowly starts replacing his body. He starts off just wanting to live. Suddenly realizing that this feels good, he gets a little too into it, and before you know it, he's full robo, right? Like, that's the arc. At a certain yeah. point, he's, he's everything up until the point where he stops him, his own body from dying, there's really nothing not to be okay with. His disease is untreatable, at least in the sense that Heimerdonger walks up to him and goes, Pat, Pat, there you go. Only six, only 30 years of short life. Boy, did I, can I remind you that I live forever enough times? <laughs> Fucking I, Donger I, is the most, is the most 
absolute he's an absolute shithead all oh, like of as the an fucking asshole? time and the yeah, show wants you to believe that he's like a good person and he is 100% not well i think he's the show such a shithead i think the show does an okay job of walking the line because like he will also have the moments where he's like full-blown reactionary and he's like you have to destroy this shit based on literally nothing else other than my one perspective and it's like we're not supposed to like him for that my one perspective which i never tell anyone (laughs) correct yeah like i don't think the show wants you i love um abby was uh my wife was laughing when i said this but like the the time where he takes the tour of the slums is like oh my goodness people are poor yeah, like, oh yeah. man, man, three hundred years of life, and I, you never once I set foot down, outside I, of your fucking like, gated I came community. Down here to help them, but they don't like me for some reason. Ooh. Oh, you get fucked, timer digger. <laughs> yeah, stupid yeah, absolutely. Piece of shit. <laughs> I have never hated like I hated him because he was just like a pompous, little annoying, little shit that was like, look, I think look, you're look, supposed look, to. look, look, it's timer dinger, timer dinger. Like he again, like really doesn't have much to do. But at least in the first half of the story, it seems like he has something very important to do, which is be the opposition to Jace. Yeah, and he, then he, he just shows gets up. like kicked off to the side, and he has nothing to do again except hang out with Echo, I guess. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he I, goes I wish on we his, had he seen... goes on his fucking poverty tour. Like, God damn, dude, I can't believe you made me hate you even more. Yeah, agree. I I think that the setup for us to hate him is good, but I think the payoff of where he magically gets along with Echo is not good. Um, no. like that, that's a moment where we should have had either. No, so, you know what, here, I'll agree with this. If Echo somehow managed to like bump into Heimer more to set or, or something that is a product of Heimer more to set up the fact that they will eventually have a hunky dory relationship and they had to go through like the trials and tribulations of that. I would have liked that more. That is something yeah. that Echo could have been doing. And I think that would be like showing that maybe there is an inroad to fixing this problem. Well, if the, we are coming yeah, together, or I whatever. think you're right in the sense that Heimerdinger and Echo were supposed to be like, no, this is how you're supposed to do it. The problem is, is that feels a lot like bootstrapping bullshit. I agree with that too. It feels like Echo and Heimerdinger would be like, I made this treehouse really hard because I'm a human who lives a short amount of time. And when you really, when you really want it, when you try really well, hard, I mean, a good chunk of that anything. too. A good chunk of that also is him being like, it's because we did it together. Like, I mean, he I think that's a piece that, of it. But depending on the sentence, he says it like, we, the people, form together to make our lives better for ourselves. And then other times he'll be like, when your back is against the wall, you find those straps you never knew you had and you pull. Yeah. I, like, I do right, agree. This, this, is, this is definitely a relationship that wasn't good. Like, yeah. Uh, and I think, again, this is like the problem of the showrunners just not having deep political anything, probably. Well, the thing they is, seem to I have an okay they, job. But. Well, they because they, for other characters, they do it great. Like Jace. I think they do a wonderful job. With they Jace do. Person. No, politically, Jace politically. is perfect. Yeah, he's perfect. amazing. I think he's so and, good. But I also think that Silco and Vander are very interesting politically. I like them, too. Yeah. And um, like, so it's clear that they understand how to write a scenario. I think that when they were writing it, they were pulled in two directions. One, to market this for children and have the good guys do the good thing in the good place. And two, have the bad guys be interesting and cool. And in the process of trying to make them interesting and cool, they accidentally made them right. Uh, yeah, I mean, Silco is right. Like, like I mean, and, that's, and that's the thing. Like, I, the more I learned about Silco... 
the more I had virtually nothing bad to say about him, except the weird things that the show kept forcing into the narrative that seemed completely out of character for him. Yeah, and why, here, let me take a guess on what you're going to say. his factories run by child slave labor? Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say, but I do actually agree with this. But that's um, one of the more universally terrible things. He's like, and like I'm like, what? Why? The thing that I don't understand was he Soko, was making that shit in his basement with two dudes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I don't really understand what his shimmer plan was, because well, originally his plan if it was, was to just make to enough make... of it to turn all of the fucking lanes into super soldiers so that they could go to war with the fucking surface world. Agree, but that's not at all what he did. Right, exactly, and it's so like, like this. I find what? complaint with. Yeah, I don't think that's so good. So it's like, I don't, like, that's what I mean. Like, they made such a great character, and then they have to hamstring him because he's the bad guy. But more importantly, they have to hamstring him morally because he's the bad guy. I mean, the only thing I can come up with this is that they're trying to show how, like, I mean, to go back to our Vander and Silco are similar in a lot of ways. It could just be that they're saying Vander held this place together and that, you know, Silco comes along and you would hope he had these idealistic things that would actually make the world change. But he ended up getting, like, caught in all the other shit that he was doing along the way, so he right. never did the thing he claimed right. he would. But there's, like, three things that we're supposed to believe that, that makes us think they're different, but none of those things are ever really shown. They're only just said. So, like, the perfect example is, like, Vander's always like, we stick together around here. When I'm in charge, we always look out for one another. I, I'd look out for you the same as I would my own kin. And then when Silco is there, he's doing the exact same thing for his own people, and just killing traitors, just like Vander tried to do to him. Agree. And the the slums are a shithole when Vander's in charge, and a shithole when Silco's in charge. Well, but I think that's a good thing. Like I think that's the show showing us how, well, generally speaking, I, one person's not going to change this. Except, Pretty much, it doesn't matter who's except in charge. Except that we have a bunch of characters who, in conversations with Vi, will say things were different when your pa was in charge. Like right, the but head like of my dad says, ring. my fucking dad says things were different when Trump was in charge. It doesn't mean he's right. I feel like that's the show telling me that Silco made it worse, but um, I don't see it. Yeah, well, no, I mean the this biggest, is an argument, the biggest yeah. thing they literally say in the show is, uh, well, you know, uh, Silco's been peddling Shimmer. He didn't care who it affected. He didn't care about the effects of Shimmer. He just sold it, peddled it, and gave it to people. Yeah, yeah. Who Be- were because they literally said that verbatim in the show. Is used as a healing. Like he he made modern medicine down there. Nobody yeah. talks about how Shimmer is a fucking cure all for borderline <laughs> lethal damage. Yeah, Jinx just comes back <laughs> from it. Like she's what? fucking okay. well. And, no, Vi comes back fine. Oh yeah, like, I guess Jinx, Jinx gets a has fucked. to get the singed version. That's true. And it combines with Shimmer and singed bullshit. But mm-hmm. like Vi gets like lethally stabbed. But she takes some, like, a drop, a drop of shimmer. And she's and all, fucking instantly good. healed. Yeah, that's true. Right, but too much like, of oh, it. Oh, people much are of addicted it. to it. Like, I get that that's bad, but, like, this is such, that's, like, such a surface-level fucking stupid-ass take. That's like, oh, man, everyone in the, well, yeah, in the streets shimmer, are doing drugs. Shimmer, shimmer is what made those people look like the way they were, like the guy that looked like Twitch. Did it? Yes. Yes. He said yes. That. Absolutely. He and and he said, he said that, that, but like, then why do none of these people who keep using it ever have that problem? They do. They like those all the people. all the guys that follow Silco look like mutated and whatnot. Except his right hand woman. 
Well, yeah, she doesn't. It right, seems but like she, arm she does implants something. it like specifically into the robotic arm, and so I guess she gets yeah, less of it. That's, and then she still coughs no, 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 it not, up I'm like not, everyone I'm, else. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a it's a good take. I'm just saying that it is explicitly right. said. I'm willing to show that. that Simmer has terrible side effects. All, all yeah. I'm saying <laughs> is that the worst thing you can tell me about Soko is that after he got in charge, the super serum healing powder was addictive, and he kind of just. Let people have it or buy it. Like, I mean, okay, right, that's but with terrible, shitty. with terrible side effects. This also, right. but it's also one of those be... things where it's like now I'm forced to believe that this shitty undercity never had drugs until him. Oh, I never had a drug like this. So well, yeah, that great. gave you. I mean, that, that rat guy was yeah. like, I just wanted someone to fear me because it like, yeah. it mutates you into something stronger, or it can. I get that. I get that. And, and this seems like a... it, obviously it's like, it's like it's one of those things where it's like. Did, who did that? Who at the board meeting was like, so that, that's what I feel like. Like, some at the board meeting was like, Soko's the bad guy. So, the drug, on top of doing all this great shit that makes sense, yeah, but it's like, also it's like, got to be addictive and yeah, he can't but it's, care. Yeah, but and it's like, like any other Western media. I'll have to come up with some examples, but that they, that they peddle that one drug that's the famous drug that's bad yeah. and good all at the same time. And it's not like it hasn't been done hundreds of times, JW. Like, there, there's, well, I know, there's, there's, except there's, that it doesn't also have all these great and good and objectively smart effects as well. I mean, the analogy here is probably just to opiates, where like obviously right. opiates don't have this much of a good effect, but opiates yeah. do temporarily kill off whatever no, pain opi- you're feeling. Opiates are good, and then this is like opiates also turn you into the fucking Hulk. No, I know, but like, do you get what I'm saying here? Like, you know, someone distributed it, and it was a miracle for a little while because of what all the good things it did. But then it got everyone obviously addicted yeah. to it. it. In a place where it won, it's being made by the person who's the head of that community. Well, wasn't there well, not not pill tote? Because like this is this is the analogy. Piltover smuggles Shimmer into the underworld in order to get them addicted so that they can call them all shitheads like the FBI with fucking cocaine and crack. Yeah, true. That would be the objectively evil thing. This is trying to pull like a black people invented heroin and now they're addicted to it. And that makes the heroin people bad. And I'm like, I guess. But also heroin gives you the power to fight back against the bourgeoisie. Like, I am conflicted. I mean, I don't think it needs to be taken literally as a drug. I think it's much more just about well, that they this put is in a, a lot of things to make me take it literally as a drug. I, I get it. I'm just trying to say that I think it's a it is a cyclical way of achieving power against those that naturally have it against you. And you're like burning both ends of the stick to try to do anything well, against isn't... the people that have power. Well, right. You're not going to win. That's fine. And then, like, I get that that's a profile of him, but it's not. It just feels like something that was added in to make sure you knew he was the bad guy because someone was going over the storyboard and they're like, uh, I like Silco. And they're like, What do you mean you like Silco? He's the bad guy. Yeah, but like, he wants to fight back against his oppressors. Well, and yeah, but it's... he just wants to mobilize and he believes in loyalty. And and his daughter. Here, uh, it's, 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 it's exactly like um, the movie Project Power on Netflix, which is where there's a, a pill that just grants people literal superpowers for five minutes whenever they take them. However, they can overdose and basically explode if they take too much. So oh, grants okay. them something super awesome, but at the same time, also will kill them if they take too much in a short enough right. period of time. Were the oppressors the one who made it, or are the people trying to fight back? Because <laughs> that's the key difference. Here. It's a mysterious. I don't remember the entire movie. I don't exactly remember who it was. Right. Well, I've been playing Super People on 
on Steam, so I guess hey. I know how it turns out. <laughs> anyway, whatever. So, <laughs> I know how it turns out. I played. I know, Super I, I know how it happens. We play. <laughs> we all play around a PUBG. <laughs> we all get airdropped into Russia, and I don't know. We it, it's power slide or something. We just got to go to school and power slide. But yeah, so I loved Silco. Silco I loved good. that he had motivations that were clear. I loved how it was clear how he had those motivations, why he had those motivations. I think it was really great how they, it was always well understood that loyalty was the most important thing to him mm-hmm. and that the reason he hated, uh, like truly resented some of the people he constantly had to uplift was because they didn't share his belief in a free um i was gonna say noxus what the fuck do they call it again yeah um zon 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 yeah yeah you're he, talking he, about he like how the chem basically barons. he's like uh he's like um oh fuck what's his name uh um, che guevara uh. like constantly uh, an interesting and revolutionary person who was constantly frustrated at all times by other people who were not as committed to as him mm, on top of okay. being a little bit much you know what i mean like a little too willing to do what needed to be done yeah i don't know che very well that said though i i think i know him well enough to agree i mean i I can see the similarity Um, so like it's like and that's a really interesting character and it's especially interesting when you compare it to what it's supposed to be which is um vander which is the very typical revolutionary stereotype which is a guy who wants everything to be right but isn't willing to do what needs to be done to do it and as a result, ultimately fails, dies, and achieves nothing. So you're saying Silco hmm. is very much like a McBain character. Is that what you're a saying? A McBain, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's, very, he's the very one McBain, willing yeah. to go yeah. into Columbia and to, shoot to the literally in the face. To hang a mob boss by a construction tower and tell him, hey, we need the money. And then walk away and leave him there and Pretend hope that he gets... to have a bad German big... accent. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem I know, with you. Sure. I thought he said that he was part of the Jewish gang. I was pretty he did. sure. He did say remember that. that. <laughs> remember that time where uh, where Silco was holding uh, Jace up by like a chain? and, he, and Or he was stuck in, sticking up Jace with his gun. And yeah. he said, hey, Jace, where'd you get that jacket? He's just like, <laughs> oh, the same place as you, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, hey, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to pedal. I'm just trying to give these kids jobs. Pedaling shimmer man and then jay shoots <laughs> silco just like mcbain uh, fucking vander's holding up silco and he's like what do you what oh I, yo you what you want to fucking kill me oh yeah i'm a fucking drug dealer no I'm, I'm a bad I'm guy i give kids jobs I'm... peddling drugs oh they get paid yeah, money yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm down here fighting for table scraps <laughs> and you're shooting me with a fucking shotgun <laughs> you're trying hey, to wait, drown me vander you're trying to drown me yeah i'm the, the good guy <laughs> I thought we uh, agreed at the beginning of this podcast that we couldn't compare it to anything. No, no, no. I took McBain. that away. Maybe, maybe we make an geez, exception geez. to McBain. <laughs> so who, who's the next cool character to talk about? Cause... Uh, Silco. Have we talked about him yet? Yeah, no, maybe, you maybe know we what? need to talk I about I really Silco. love Silco. I, one of my favorite things about Silco <laughs> is that he always loves his daughter no matter what. Uh-huh. And it was so clear, but not like beat you over the head clear, why he was so in love with Jinx as a daughter. Uh-huh. The only thing I fucking hate is that the very, very first time we see Jinx and Silco together, there is some serious fuck me energy in that scene, and I have no idea where it came yeah, from. Yeah, it was a little weird at times, but I, I don't think it hung out too long. Thank God it never happened again. Yeah, it, it was strange for a moment there. but um, Because one, one of my biggest fears when watching this was that they were going to make Jinx like an actual manic pixie dream girl 
Yes, I was weird hyper that slut. Yeah, me and too. I was like, ooh, that's not. I don't want. And that. that like never came up. There was the no, weird vibes, God. but like it never came up. Like it, yeah. you know. All right. Well, that I think could have been way. I think the next most interesting character and a little bit of a little bit of a hot take here would be Sky Young, everybody. So I think. We oh talk my about God, her. Sky! Yeah, Sky. I think that I she's love Sky very Young. important character and she has a lot of development like victor is not the man he is today remember remember her. the scene where sky um was carrying papers yeah remember no, that? Wait. victor would not be the man he is today without the That's sacrifice right. of sky yep. without the sacrifice of sky young who heroically opened the door at the wrong time <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough way to go. <laughs> now she has a, a quintessential shitty character development moment where like <laughs> I genuinely had no fucking clue who the fuck that was. Yeah. Walking down the hallway and like, bitch, who are you? And she's like, No, I knew oh, who she uh, was. Mr. Victor, oh, you're so attractive. You I want, love you, you so wanna, much. Boy, do you want to walk home with me? And he was like, ooh, ooh, I'm I love sleeping you. On, I'm sleeping on cobblestone in here, you whore. And she's like, Oh, ah. I'm so inspired by your work ethic. I'm going to come in <laughs> and, and, I, my and favorite, pull up your my bootstraps. Favorite, my favorite part Jesus. was that she was in one of Victor's only flashbacks. When he was when he yeah, was, true, she was. was sending the boat, she's there, and you don't like you're like, is that her? And then it goes, and then like in parentheses, he goes like, Sky leaves or something. I was like, Sorry, the, the gun, fuck it's her. Dude, so <laughs> desperate to give them a relationship. <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> Bitch, who are you? Uh, who are you? Get the if, fuck if out her, of here. If Victor's armor doesn't say "Built by Sky Enterprises," I'd be very upset. <laughs> Body, body by sky or something. <laughs> he, he doesn't go full God of War and like cover himself in her ashes. <laughs> no, he dumped them into a ravine and he said, he I don't know where you would have wanted them. I hope I it's here. I don't know you would have wanted So I threw you in the ditch because I literally know nothing about you. Nobody knows anything about you. Uh, Who are you? <laughs> she wants to hit on him. She walks in the room, touches him inappropriately, proceeds to be consumed by the soul of, of damnation or something, <laughs> continues to hold on, and Victor's like, oh, my God, it's all my fault because I didn't lock the door so this stupid bitch couldn't come in and die. <laughs> what Dude, the fuck? I just I just looked up, like, Sky Young just to, like, re- um, Actually, to be honest, I forgot who she the was. Wiki at the wiki page there. is one paragraph, bro. No, 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 it's not. So, um, <laughs> someone was like, "Is Sky Young a part of the Fireflies?" Which, by the way, they aren't called the Fireflies, but everyone seems to they're call them the that. Called the Firelights. Yeah, they're, they're called, called the, the Firelights. Fire it's yeah. wild what that everyone fuck? just calls them the Fireflies. But whatever. So they're so forgettable that people don't even remember the name. Yeah, I think they just want them to be the Fireflies from fucking Last of Us. But yeah. anyway, the important thing is, I'm I stumbled on this Reddit thread that is like, "Is Sky Young?" part of the fireflies and i'm like i don't think so but there's this one firefly that has hair that might be similar whatever right but then i get to like reading these reddit comments and they're like talking about like who she might be who not and someone's like oh corina is sky but how spoiler didn't sky just become ash and then this next person maybe she got sucked into the hex core and victor can still save her at a later point <laughs> like imagine Denial. like yeah, exactly. Like, this is the kind of shit that, like, th this is our, like, normal anime review. Where, like, was that I, kind of I, plot point What were you saying happen. at the beginning about not talking about these people like they were fucking dunderheads? Oh, no, no, no. The, what I was trying to get at with that was just that 
when we talk about the plot with most anime, we talk about how most people watching it are pretty dumb and seem to want the worst thing, but you have to address it like as it lies, right? Not like as if it is being viewed by the idiot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and that's what I was saying. about the fact that this was made for those dunderheads. It was made for the dunderheads, but I think it's just much better content that the dunderheads are no, used no, no. to viewing. Much better than they deserve. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. It is surprising how much better, like the the fact that this is anywhere near the quality that it, it just, is, it just is actually pretty me insane. That I know that when I talk about this and when I was hearing about this show beforehand, what I heard about was never the things that were good about it. Uh, I actually never heard specifics. I just always heard arcane. Oh, is I good. heard about the awesome fight scenes. I heard about the awesome twists. I heard about oh, what? how okay. awesome it is when the character does the character thing from the video game. And it's making me sick. I mean, people compliment the twists. Yeah, like were there unironically, people compliment the twist of the kids dying, like it was Game of Thrones. Well, it's not a twist. That's just consequences. Exactly. I mean, like for the record, I like that the kids died. Like it, there are consequences, and like that sets things up well. But like, right. that's but, not like, a twist. It's not a twist. That's just you expecting your media to ne- like to never hurt you. Like that, the twist someone, is that you got it's something someone better. Someone who posts on Reddit saying, "I hate uh, what is Ryan something." What the guy who oh. did Star Wars Episode Eight? Ryan, oh, Ryan, oh, Ryan, Ryan no, no, Ryan, Ryan. Ryan no, it's like it's just something something Ryan. Isn't something his last Ryan. name Ryan? Ryan Johnson. Ryan That's it. Ryan I Johnson. hate Ryan Johnson. Lamau subverting my expectations. LMAO. WTF? What is he thinking? What an idiot! Shitting on the fans. Meanwhile, I love this twist. I love it when my my expectations were subverted. I totally didn't expect that kill to die. LMAO. So cool. Did remember the fight scene? Remember the fight scene? Remember the fight scene? Hey, not to call I mean, him out, like, but did you know Ryan Johnson is only five foot five? Oh is, my god! Are you fucking kidding? Oh my god! <laughs> well, we can't uh, talk about producer just put up the image that makes people think that um, uh, what's her Sky Young, Sky Williams was one of the firelights, Sky, Sky. and the it's just because someone has similar. an afro, and I want to fucking yeah. Die. No, first of all, Ethan did that, <laughs> not the producer. Ethan's the racist. Oh, Ethan did that. Ah, oh, well, yeah, I, I I'm gonna go picture. ahead and give credit credit to the producer where credit is <laughs> yeah, due because uh, I don't want to. Like, I, I mean, the hair is similar, but actually. Who's what we call it? They don't explain assets. who Bobak is. They just tell you Actually, his name is Bobak. It's not even a reused. It's also not even a, a um a reused asset if you look because the hair in the no, top it's one not. it's not. It's like actually just a different texture entirely. It, so, the, the it, hair it's in the just top bl- looks black more lady like black lady hair must be same person. Thanks white people. Thanks Ethan. <laughs> they did it. Thanks Ethan. Oh, oh yeah, this, I'll Please take this upon myself. Uh, is is Jace and and Caitlyn's dad the same person? Is is Bobak? <laughs> they're both white with black hair and the same stupid fucking haircut? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Jace's dad is Asian. He's not white. No, no, no. Uh, is Jace and Caitlyn's dad the same? Yeah. That, my joke is that like this is a this is a why do all black people look the same to me moment? No, I get that. But Jace so is... so I was making a joke about how like all white people look the same, aka Jace and Caitlyn's dad. Right, but Caitlyn's dad is Asian. Is he? Yeah. Oh well, I guess they all. At least I like thought him. he was Asian. I'm just <laughs> okay. Just one of us is wrong here, and it's gonna be fun either way. But. Derek, I imagine <laughs> that that if Bulbach and that lady with the with the things around uh, her neck baddies. with with the things around her neck that keeps spinning, if they had a baby, it would be Zenyatta. That's what I imagine. <laughs> 
That robot <laughs> and then that chick that just had those chains spinning around. If they had a baby, it'd be Zenyatta. And that's all I know. Okay, I do want to point out um, Echo's fight scene. While I did like it when it switched art styles, I did not, not at all like his fucking ticking clock motif. No. That oh, guy's I love not that, Asian. Dude. No. What? You don't think? Okay, no. fine. I guess I don't know. I thought he was Asian, but whatever. I can see what you're saying, but no. Okay, I don't. I don't really care that much. But, but so like, ah, so the, the, you hate the, all like the thing is, is that we only know that Echo is a clock guy because of the game. No, it happens earlier. Kind of. Yeah, it literally does. He says you have five I, minutes. He looks at his like watch thing and yeah, it plays it up at a several watch times and oh timing something. Like I, I just. Do, do you just have an issue with just like cool things happening in fights? Like, I mean, he's allowed have to have some weird thing. With things that should have been given to other characters. That fight <laughs> scene should have been given to other characters. Okay, so it's, it's not, not the watch, it's cool just in general. Uh, it is a just... really, really cool fight, and it's really well done, and it annoys me that it's the best fight in the show, and it's given to someone who otherwise has nothing to do. Like, Echo didn't need to be there. There's so many... There's so much... Like, it should have been so much more interesting for Jinx to fight someone else and establish something about a relationship between Jinx and another character like Jinx and Caitlyn because the simple fact is, is that like Caitlyn looks like an asshole when she says we should just kill Jinx because the simple fact is that Jinx and Caitlyn have never interacted in any meaningful way like they've never had a conversation but yeah they haven't yeah so like there's your there's your instance there's your character interaction there's where they play off of each other there's where justice meets you know Insanity. chaos it's where Batman and, meets the Joker I don't know I and you get to make your own cool motif like and it's like I don't I don't know the Echo personally and it's just I don't know see the Echo thing doesn't bother me because if we're gonna play the game of he has nothing to do then Savika had nothing to do and we should have had just some generic mook Savika. Didn't have anything. No, no, no. Savika had stuff to do in the sense that she had something to do with Silco. She yeah, was character development for Silco. Okay. Just like, uh, just like Gold Guy, who has a cool chin, doesn't have an arc and is only there as character development for Silco. I mean, I think Echo is like the... Echo... Is, okay, so earlier we were saying how Vi doesn't have a lot of character development. I agree with that. But right. I think that there might be a reason, like the, what we discussed earlier, like that might be on purpose. Echo serves to show how she could have changed if she was still there, but she but wasn't. But only because of results. Like, we've just shown this fucking paradise that Echo made with no idea of how he made it, and it just makes everyone else look oh, no, like a I, fucking moron. I, I wasn't referring to that. I was referring to the fact that he went from a very scared, shy kid that would hide and just work on clocks all day well, to someone that is actively fighting every single thing that moves that goes I against guess. his ideology. What do you mean, I guess? That's totally well, different. Well, that's only really like that because he was significant. Like, I, I don't think that Echo being like a nine-year-old should have the character of wanting to fight all the fucking time no i don't think he should either i'm just saying that he has changed like the the power dynamic of the underworld has changed and he's a barometer yeah, for a it. little bit like savika can't be that barometer right like and silco should probably have actually been a little bit more of that barometer but we didn't yes. get it well like, and what we got was kind of 
a character assassination, basically. Yeah, no, no, you and I are on the same page about this. Like, Silco probably should have been a better barometer. Or, like, for instance, if we had seen any of the Kembarons before Vander died, then maybe we could have had <laughs> yeah. the barometer. Ah, the Kembarons. Like, the Kembarons are like, dumb Ken to me, Barons too. Like, that were still, like, the thing is that, like, Vander, he, he's, his, uh, his punch gauntlets are supposed to be for mining. God only knows why you're punching the walls to get rocks. Oh, but, yeah, whatever. But, like, even given that, like, when he was in charge, did people still not work in those mines? Are people still working in the mines? What are the mines? Everyone yeah, talks shit on the mines. Why do we never see the mines? That would have been good. We should have seen the right, There's that one great scene where Silco like, just vents the, the shitty air into the room to remind everyone of where they came from. And it's such a fucking wonderful scene. And it's like, guess what? I don't know where they came from. Yeah, yeah, we should have seen it. I agree. This, They're all that sharing is very a annoying. That I don't know what's happening. That I have no context for. <laughs> it's like being invited like, to I a party it. and they start doing like a tradition. You're like, I, I don't know. This means nothing. To They're me. doing sake bombs. Yeah. One guy's in the corner cutting yeah. his wrist. You're like, yeah. uh, dude, what's going on? <laughs> and they're like, no, <laughs> they're this like, is what we They're do. making fun of me. <laughs> I don't. Please get me out of here, please, please. Well, plus I can't breathe from the sake bomb <laughs> air. You know how it is. Oh yeah. So very noxious of you. That those weren't sake bombs. That was uh, bleach and uh, oh, chlor- it's, it? chlorine gas, yeah. chlorine, chlorine it's chlorine gas. Chlorine and God. bleach mixing. <laughs> the, the shot of bleach into the cup of chlorine. And yeah. Why do my lungs itch? <laughs> why do my insides itch? Yeah, but yeah. So like, and, and that, that's that's part of the reason I I get a little frustrated at the fight scenes being so indulgent. There are some fight scenes that are really, really good that tell you things about characters. Like, I'm a big fan of fight scenes being a method of character growth because stories should be about characters, story, and growth, and change. You know, like, that's the point. No, I agree with this. So, like, that's what a fight scene should, should be about. And there are ones that are like that. Like, the very first fight scene with the kids in the alley tells you a lot about their individual characters. I agree. How they fight tells you about who they are on the inside watching jace magically become a combat monster because he made a hammer for no reason is dumb it tells i don't, me I don't like that he was him. magically good at fighting for the record i think that's yeah. a bad call like, like having him very... go in a bloodlust i think that does tell me a lot sure. about him that should have been a scene in which the hammer did all the work for him agree because that's, that. that should have been the point of the scene, to build the character of the Hextech weapons as being these unstoppable monsters against Silco's, you know, super soldiers. But I do think we get that with the, the two Echo fight scenes. Like, clearly he is methodical in the way he does things. He has plans. He has, like, a way to attack things. And when it doesn't work, because he thinks the whole thing through, he tackles it in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that fight scene is good. I do like that. It does tell me things about him. I, I just think that that's in service of nothing. But because Echo has nothing to do. I mean, I, I don't disagree, but, like, you, we could make the exact same argument about Savika because Savika doesn't have anything to do. She exists no, only you're right. to flesh and, out our other and characters. And, like, Savika's fight scenes tell us nothing about her except that she's, she's, kind, of, she's kind of just, like, the Vi of the other side. Honestly, which yeah. isn't a compliment because both of them ha- are very vapid. They just, yeah. like, fighting. They think they solve their problems by punching each other, even though twice now they've punched each other and basically nothing changed. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Vi still has both her gauntlets at the end. The lady puts her arm back on. I, like, no, I don't, I don't why, think Why did this happen? She starts oh, smoking she... a cigar. Her left arm's still gone. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. She... After the first one, she fixes her arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Second yeah. one, she her has arm to fix actually it. gets ripped off. Right, I mean, right, maybe right, that's right. the point of the Savika Vi thing, right? Is that, like, 
Savika also exists to show how like Vi not necessarily even changes, but just simply gets an upgrade to who she already is. Yeah, and that's what allows her to win. That's what a lot of fight scenes are. They're just there to let you know that Vi is the strongest. Right, it's a little empty. I agree that it's empty, but I'm still not sold on the idea that because Vi doesn't grow, that there isn't significance there. I do think her remaining static. It's okay if a character doesn't grow. Yeah. In a sense, like you can have that, like you can have your Luke Skywalker, you know what I mean? Even yeah, because like, the lack has, of growth like, is gross. He has kind of like a mini arc, but like for like four seconds at the end. Like that's fine. I get that. Sometimes main characters have to be the most boring person on the screen just so that everyone else can be interacting with them. You know what I mean? Like you always yeah. know what's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. I get that. We had one too many vanilla characters. I mean, who and, else is really vanilla to you? Um, a lot of the council members. I mean, yeah, the, the council members are purposely tropes. They, they're kept very, very thin. I right. agree. They, they, there's some, and like, I get like, that we don't, we don't talk about them much. them much, so it's kind of okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. a couple of them get like way too much. Um, Mel is not vanilla, but close to being vanilla. It's just the problem is we get all of her growth and interest right at the end as bait for season two. Where mm. it's not even really growth. It's like she's taking a step on the roller coaster and she's getting strapped in for the ride. Because yeah. up until then, she was basically just the council so that whenever we had a scene where Jace was having a fight with the council, he was only talking to one person instead of six. I mean, agree there. I mean, I, I guess I would also just say that her change, I think is supposed to be symbolic of Piltover changing. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And like, but that, but that happens all at the end, like the last two, three episodes. Yeah, agree. For agree. for five of them, she's pretty vanilla. Uh, Vander is vanilla. He's given context outside of himself. Mm-hmm. And, but again, like I think I said this at the beginning, Vander and Vi are examples of how to have a vanilla character. Vander lends something to the world by how other people interact with him. Vi, I don't believe, ever has a meaningful interaction with another character that propels their story arcs. Because Caitlyn's not different after interacting with Vi, really. No, I mean, she changes her opinion about the Undercity. She goes from being punitive to, like, actually trying to defend them. But I think she would have had that if she walked around town like fucking Heimerdinger. I think think Marcus is pretty vanilla. Marcus is very vanilla. Wait, who am I forgetting... Who's Marcus? Marcus is the, He's the, the new sheriff. Police yeah, exactly. You who's so him, corrupt so, that the only thing he has to do is to throw his money on the ground and grunt while so, continuously doing it for the next six years. Marcus is vanilla, <laughs> but I like that, that there's something that happened that I noticed while watching is there there is a sub theme in the show where characters will look at a keepsake that represents their family. And then instead of doing something that breaks the mold of who they are, they yeah, do they, the thing that they are and they go way harder in the paint on it. Uh, yeah, and that's seeing, what Marcus seeing does it too. makes them scared. Yeah, seeing it, yeah, exactly. They don't choose to make the quote rational decision for long term. They go, I have to protect this at all costs and I have to trust who I am instead of stepping outside their mold. Marcus right. is what he is. And again, like this is the theme I really feel the show is like power sets in and people won't change. Like, and Marcus is the exact same thing. Like well, the he's people angry. who change are the real people who are being better. Like, well, yeah, I Jinx, agree. But... Jinx unironically is a better person than Jace because, at the very least, when when Jinx was faced with everything that happened, she continued to grow as a person and like take control of her own life. Jace is I mean, just 
fucking being a little pissant. I, I think another way of saying this is Jinx is the only one that has the, I don't want to call it confidence, but I don't have a better word for it. So like confidence to admit who she is. Yeah. Like all of the other ones just are like, oh, I'm not that person. But then yeah. they absolutely are that person. Vi just wants to be another Vander, but yeah. is much like when she was a kid, completely incapable of understanding what Vander was actually doing. Yeah, she only saw him as like the revolutionary hero, but he, didn't understand anything else. You punch the bad else. guys, right? You punch him. Yeah. yeah. You punch him with your, with your big hands. Yeah, she never learned how to negotiate at all. <laughs> right. so it's like, unless it's maybe for powder but even then not really so jinx right. whatever and it's like i don't uh who else do we want to call i guess we should talk about jinx at some point like the fucking titular yeah character. damn somehow we've avoided jinx that is very good i really like jinx she's very nice like she's interesting when she's on screen there's always something going on it's always interesting to look at um there are only a couple of times where she gets really fucking annoying uh, again, another music video moment where she listens to the original theme oh, that, she that came sucked. out in the game to while tinkering. Yeah, that sucked. I, I really, really fucking obnoxious. Yep. Kind yeah, of I was like, what? So she like recorded herself and then played it back? Like, what? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's a super cringy, like, jinx in the game version where she's just like, lol, so random. Penguin of yeah. Doom. Yeah, that's worth like, noting. You have this a jinx... more interesting character. Why would you play this? completely simplistic and vapid and uninteresting song to represent her. Yeah. Agree. It's like, like uh, this Jinx like, is it, much it, it, better it than the in question. Game. They were like, we got to put the song in there. Where are we going to put it? Yeah. So they forced it in somewhere. It sucks. I no, I, I'm with you on this. On as soon as I heard it, I was like, wait, hold on. Now I have to question why this would ever be on. Like yeah, exactly. you'd have like, to record a song about yourself and then listen to it. Like what? <laughs> like, yeah. who, who would do this? And the answer is probably in their head. Like, oh, someone that's crazy. But like, I don't. Even, I'm not convinced <laughs> that. Crazy. Yeah, I, I'm not convinced that someone like Jinx would ever do that. Like, mm-hmm. she can appreciate who she is, but she also has a fuckload of confidence problems around who she is. So, like, why would you put it on tape? Right, right. I mean, like, Joker yeah. was insane, but even he didn't mess around with the IRS. So, like, oh, uh, my <laughs> wife came up with I don't mess around we with the IRS. It. But uh, imagine if, if uh, uh, Jinx had the fucking uh, Jared Leto Joker laugh. Oh, my God. Stay alive. It sounds like when you take, like, a balloon and you, like, pull it from either side and let the air out. <laughs> it's just like a... Now, now, Vi, would you, would you live for me? No, 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 no. That's too easy. Would you die for me? It's the other way around, buddy. Is it? But, yeah, it is. is it really? I have never it says, would you seen... die for me? No, no, that's too easy. Would you live for me? <laughs> now, that's the fuck me energy I was very much not looking forward to. And I'm very glad that they didn't do it. Yeah, very little. I, there was only once or twice that I even stopped to think, like, this is kind of weird. I, um, I deeply appreciate that she had such a good relationship with Silco, but not in a way in which um, uh, she they understood each other. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Silco and Jinx were not on the same page. And they showed a very realistic, like, father-daughter relationship where they don't quite completely understand each other but they're constantly trying to support each other and that made it so much more relatable when silco would constantly choose her over anything else 
because it was perfectly representative of the thing that people never wanted to admit about Silco, which was that everything, the only thing he ever really believed in was making the Undercity a better place at all costs. Yeah, he did believe in that. Yeah, so like, and that was why people were like, why are you with Jinx? Why, well, she's ruining everything. It's like, it was never about the business. It was never about making the money. It was never about having a fucking stalemate with Piltover. It was about kicking their asses to the fucking curb, making them respect us, and getting rid of them once and for all. So, like, yep. when Jinx was betrayed, just like he was, over uh, a disagreement of intent and, you know, whatever, because of a mistake, he instantly latched onto her and did the thing that no one else in her life, including the Vander analog, was willing to do. What, accept her, you mean? Accept her, no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Because that that was what he was willing to do for the Undercity. He was willing to accept it no matter what. Yeah, it's he is um or she serves as his like uh, Zon surrogate. Yeah, and and all he wanted in return, which is what frustrated him constantly, was that same attitude from the people who claimed to be working towards the same goal. Yeah, it is a shame that they ended up like going down the whole shimmer route with this, because like I, I I'm willing to just like delete it from my head because I don't again I think it's just like kind of a mistake by like, the show. All runners. it takes all it takes is. He sells Shimmer and like people abuse it. Like you can even keep that, but like it's an emergency thing. You know what I mean? Like all the people are there on in the place are just, they're constantly, it's like their gun. Like they constantly have that gun on their hip. Some people are shooting each other over stupid bullshit. Sometimes people go a little fucking nuts with power, but most people are just walking around town with their Shimmer. Anytime a fucking uh, enforcer comes down, they got their out. Yeah, right. They could just juice up and the enforcer. They juice up and they shit. kick his fucking ass. Yeah, right. I mean, that's... And again, like, I think this why, is just a Why problem. is his shit run by, with child labor? Like, why? I mean, the, honestly, the child labor <clears throat> thing bothers me even less than just their handling of it being like, oh, of course I would disperse this and make everyone addicted. His commitment is to the lanes and all of Zon. He right. wants these people to be free. Why would he actively sabotage his own people? And I think the only reason why... Like you said, I think it's probably producers being like, well, this guy needs to seem evil. It's either that or it's just the showrunners don't understand that, like, people, that even though they're making a comment about how, like, downtrodden people do whatever they can to, like, get out, mm-hmm. they, like, don't understand that there are mm-hmm. um, ideology, or excuse me, they're idealists within those communities that actively just want to save their own people. Yeah. And, and again, I, I wouldn't condemn this entire show over it, of course. It's just one of those things that it's, it's a bit of a folly, it's a bit of a miss. Yeah, um, for sure. But whatever. Again, I wouldn't throw out the whole show because of it. But um, no, no, no. But but yeah, yeah, back to Jinx. Back to Jinx. Um, um I. You know what scene the, I didn't like? What? The drowning scene for Jinx. I expected it to make like a long-lasting shift in her. And I maybe thought the, maybe something it was the more important was going to happen. Yeah, and I I can't tell <clears> if they did that on purpose or. Because like she even, she sort of references later and is like, oh yeah, this this never did shit for me. All the stuff that he would rant about, like it didn't yeah. do anything. Well, and because he only talked about it. But like what I wanted it, yeah. to see was I thought what, what I thought was going to happen is when he took her out into the pond, he, he was explaining what Vander did to him. Mm-hmm. He was going to hold her down and just kill her and try to kill her until she killed him back. As oh, just to like empower go- he her. Was, yeah, he was going to try. 
to give her what he saw as his most inspired moment. Oh, I mean, I think that the moment the that made him who he. Well, I know it was, but he didn't do it. He just he just dipped her like, oh, oh, Jinx, you you have to understand this was the moment that made me. I was like, yeah, well, she's not gonna fucking get it. it I mean, maybe that's like a play on what his character is, right? Like he also, like Vander, is still not willing to commit because that's but the that's big... not his character because he is willing to commit. Right, I, I'm still shaking on the, like the whether he was going to do the Zon thing, like turn in zinc, uh, Jinx no, or wouldn't turn I in Jinx. I don't think. Let, let's talk about that because I don't think for a fucking second there is any evidence that he was going to turn in Jinx. So if that's the case, then that would that would show the reason why he couldn't possibly drown her. Right. Well, no, it's not the same thing. I think it, it is. No, 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 no. Because drowning, he one the intent would not be to try to drown her. The intent would be. To have her fight for her life and come out and of it stronger. And then let her come back up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that happened. AKA like the I, same thing that happened to him. And to come out with the respect for him that he had for Vander. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, that's what yeah. happened. When, when, he, when he was getting drowned, he fought for his life. He realized no, no, what you. it was he wanted to fight for. It instilled in him that ironclad will to do what needed to be done. And after that, they still respected each other. And so even you think if he just dipped her, and it that didn't was turn it out the way he wanted it to. I yeah. thought that would have made a lot of sense. I, I do agree that it would make sense. So when he dipped him, dipped her it also in the water, would have been a better way to get rid of Silco from the story than the way they actually did it. Oh, which I, I thought mean, was a little cheap and stupid. Uh, yeah. Jinx reflexively shooting him felt cheap. Uh, no, I, I think uh, it was think very it was sad and it was yeah. very touching, but like, they didn't know how I don't, to close it out. I don't buy out. it. I don't buy it that she just shot him. You know what I mean? Like, ah! Like, yeah, like I went wasn't... to the bathroom and he saw a spider. Like, oh, God! Where I wasn't gone? super wild about that moment either. Yeah. That felt a little weird. I get it. I get that it needed to happen. So, like, I feel like this would have been a better one. He's holding her down. He thinks that this is going to instill that thing in her. And she comes up and she just fucking kills him. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Like, I that didn't... It didn't happen to you the same way it happened for me. Yeah, but that like goes against. I mean, at least my take on the theme of like things have to remain the same. That like I feel like that goes right against that point. What do you mean things have to remain the same? So like the only person, not the only person. Like so, everyone is trying to fix things between like Zon and Piltover, or well, not just everyone. Fix things, almost. I, everyone. That's the other thing. I don't think Silco is trying to fix things at all. I think he's trying to bide in time, bide his time until he knows he has the strength to take. Yeah. What. Oh, you mean to take down Piltover? Yeah. I mean, he explicitly says he doesn't want to take down Piltover. He just wants independence. He wants their well, respect through fear. He he wants their respect through force because he believes that's the only way he's going to get it. Yeah, I agree. And he has that crisis when Jace comes up to him and says, uh, I'll give it to you, whatever. Just give me Jinx. And he's like, this is exactly what I wanted. I can't believe I'm going to turn it down. Which is, I really think, what that conversation was with himself. Sure. And a, and a classic moment of Jinx just happened to be there listening to him and why he was saying that shit to himself out loud, I don't even fucking know. But also, why didn't he say the thing that he obviously believed, which was that he wasn't going to do it? You know, like, that that's another cheap Hollywood don't-talk moment where that miscommunication has to be necessary to set up the ending when you already had other miscommunications to play off of. I mean, that's probably playing to the audience, but I do. I agree with you. Probably didn't need to happen like that. So, like, imagine my scenario where Silco instead tries to drown her. She comes up. She kills him. 
she doesn't understand what he was trying to tell her. And now she's trying to run Silco's enterprise. And now everyone's starting to betray her. Yeah, but honestly, I, I prefer the story we got. I didn't really... I don't. I, don't, I like mine um, better. But more You would want to see her run the em- enterprise? Hmm? I, no, I no, no. Wanna I want to see her start to crash it. And that's why it makes sense that people are hating on it, one. Two, it also makes a little bit more sense why her last motion is just like open war declaration. Because the simple fact is, is that like we get Silco say, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't give you up. But like theoretically, he could have continued to negotiate. I guess the only reason why I don't like it is because I'm still hooked on the like the theme of nothing changes. Well, the problem is, is that the whole council just 180s to vote for Jace's thing to give them what they want. Right, right, right. I mean, so like, things what? things were about to change, but they still don't, is my point. No, I know, but like just the fact that that happened, I, I think is stupid as hell. I think the only reason the council voted yes on reparation independence was only because the writers knew a bomb was going to come through the window. Well, I think that they do set this up by putting Mel's mom into place, because Mel's mom literally represents war, and she sees the effect that her mom has on Jace. Yeah, no, no, I don't buy that all those other counselors who never had any interaction with Mel's mom are like, okay, give them independence, we don't want war. No, no, I, I get that, but I'm saying that they follow Mel's lead pretty much every single time. Mm, they always, I mean, we've even shown I this guess, for but that's. I like I have a hard time believing that the, the entire setup was that they hated the like look at how fucking mad they got when he even suggested it. They made yeah. such a point of pointing that out and it's just like oh well never mind. I mean they also got mad at the idea of including Jason the council. They also got mad at the idea of yeah, throwing Heimerdinger because the council the has to be one thing and then do another. Right, they're all perfunctory. They're all just a bunch of like feckless liberals that don't have a real ideology. They just do what they're told that maintains their lifestyle. Which, right. like, if you told well, which a liberal, it wouldn't because well, that's another thing. They they never really go into how Undercity supplies them with anything. Like, we never see anyone True. mine a single rock. We go to this factory where they milk, they make um, Silco's drug, and like nobody's even making anything. They're just standing around on the balcony watching people die. <laughs> Like, uh, I agree. Okay. I mean, I do, for the record, I don't think there was enough time spent on the scene convincing the council not to do it. I and do it's agree unanimous. With that. Like, well, what yeah, but the like, fuck, all man. the other votes were unanimous too because Mel voted one way. Yeah, so, I know. Like, so, like, uh, that isn't the problem for me there. It's more, I do agree that there wasn't enough context to set that up. Um, like, you know, there could have been any number of things to be like, oh, well, just be easier. You know what? Here, one line about how, like, well, we don't need the Undercity. We can import everything we need now that we have Hextech <laughs> because, like, you could just literally line, buy anything. they would have had months ago. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But, like, the way I picture it is this way, and, again, it's one of the things where I feel like the, the show wanted you to think that Piltover was still kind of right. And like that, this is another one of those scenes where they're like, look, look, peace was going to happen. Yeah, I do agree. I think they still want you to see Piltover as like the good guys, despite how many like, times they set the up things. Fu- with like Victor. you've spent all this time convincing me that peace wouldn't work, and then there's unanimous vote. Like, yep. it's it's silly. It's. Silly. I mean, for the record, peace still didn't work though. So like that's no, no, the thing. It didn't work, but it only didn't work because of a of a subversion. 
Well, yeah. Well, I don't. I wouldn't even call it a subversion. I think that's the point of this: is that you have oppressed a people for so long that yes, is Jinx a one in a million shot? A hundred percent. But these problems don't just go away now that you've made them. That I would have bad. preferred if Silco made the decision for Jinx to shoot the rocket, because then it would have cemented the fact that peace would have never happened. Yeah, no but, matter what the council voted but on. But like Silco should have ne- prob- like never would have done it. W- why wouldn't he? No, no, be- Jinx to shoot. Uh, tell Jinx to shoot the rocket, not give. Yeah, it up. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, why I don't think Soko he? would. Because Soko, all he ever wanted was the respect enough from Piltover yeah, that they could have their force, sovereignty. And she finally made the weapon he was waiting for. Right, but like if he you was don't waiting shoot- for a hextech weapon to take them into the next step to give them the edge they needed to win. Yeah, I mean now we're just talking about mad. Like I mean it's right. now we're just literally. Except that said, if you don't shoot, shoot the nuke first. No, you don't <laughs> shoot the nuke. That's the point of mad. No, these aren't nukes. These aren't even close to mad. But like, you get my point. Is they both have these giant weapons of war? No, like, I these weapons of war were pathetic. It kills one kid. I get that, but that's not the way the show the set Jake them up. Fucking Vi lost her fight fair and square against juiced up second hand man. Like, fuck off with this hex tech is so powerful shit. But that's what the show is telling us. I know to treat it's what it's as. telling me, but it's not backing any of that shit up. So it gives me its stupid false flaggy. Oh, peace was an option. See, see. It's like no bullshit. Fuck off. Well, the, I'm saying that the peace was an option thing was the false flag because it never would have worked. Well, we just know, because they know take a vo- it never would have worked, and it but seems that's like the, the show is I trying think... to tell me that it would have worked. Okay, I would disagree. It seems pretty obvious that it was right about to work. Yeah, it okay, there were many times that we could have avoided catastrophe in this show if one person did one thing differently. Well, in this case, seven people did some seven uncharacteristic things. No, well, I'm referring to Jinx in this case. If Jinx hadn't shot that rocket by one extra day, we would have avoided a war. Yeah, I guess. But And I'm saying that those are things you just can't account for. Like Good. It, so it doesn't matter how many times we get close to not having a war, the war still happens. Like I, I'm saying I that know. like just if you were to like statistically put this through the ringer, I would say that Fuck like statistics. I'm thinking that if you like, th- there's just a lot of contrivances that make peace not an option when peace is so very obviously an option. Peace was um, an option with Vander. That's this is again, but, going but like back it to wasn't the show peace. wants you to believe that one of these ways is right. Right, Echo but that, it, but, has peace. Peace is an option. Right, but it All isn't peace, though. Wait, work. hold on. Now we're just parroting liberal talking points. That's not I, peace. I, Vanders I, the and show Echoes is isn't. doing that. Right. So the show I'm, is telling me universally that peace would have worked fine. And it gave me several examples as to how. But, and it's it, putting the war completely at the feet of Jinx. And that's stupid. Well, now that I agree with. It should not be a completely defeated Jinx. I agree yeah, with that. That's dumb Jinx as hell. should be treated more of a force in this instance instead of a character. Yep. Right. Um, it should have been an inevitability. And, and it doesn't yes. feel like an inevitability. It does to me. It doesn't to me at all. It felt like it came out of fucking nowhere. She, like In one scene, she finishes the device and fires it. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree also, with that. Also, I recognize, oh, she that. Put I recognize the little... that. The shark. The shark thing. What? Jesus. Shark. Oh, yeah. Fishbones. She all. Fishbones. Man, I, dude, I get that you get angry about the fan service here, but by comparison to any other thing I've ever seen with any fan service, like, it basically doesn't have it. Again, I, I question the motivations here. Why did, yeah. I think fan service was a higher motivation than certain other character drives. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably fair. And that's the weakness of the show. 
For instance, would it's what the weakness is going to be going into season two because God knows season twos of things tend to be the shit where the fan service gets the way the fuck out of hand, the shark gets cleanly jumped, and any Ah, hope of an ending might as well get thrown in the trash. I don't know what you're talking about. Beastars season two is really good. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I uh, I love the way that we consensually rape the deer in order to eat his foot, which proves that rape eat is a pretty good foot. thing. Eat it. Eat what me. If, what, if, what if when you had sex with someone, you became the Hulk? Is that a drug? <laughs> is everyone is that, addicted to sex? I, yes. I'm kind of... Do I want it? I, I'm not sure. It's Imagine really hard for if, me to tell. Imagine if herbivores were selling their meat. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Yeah, all right. What other um, characters do we want to talk about here? Or, or do we want to address my point that the story meanders? I do think it meanders at times. It mean, like well, I, and specifically the meandering is a lot of the reason is because of their fan servicey attitude. I I don't know. I guess I I don't know if I would say that's the reason. Um, well, what what else was me? What what felt meandering to you? Because every scene I can think of that felt meandering was a fan servicey scene. The I think the Silco fuck up was the most meandering to me. The fact that they made him be this like big bad guy. Is that meandering? Or is that just off message? When I say meandering, I mean like something's happening and it has nothing to do with the plot. When I saw the Kembarons, I was annoyed they were there. Like, yeah, Kembarons do feel a bit meandering for sure. Like, they, like a Silco needs something to do. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like you're just filling his time. No, that's and like, true. and it the show even kind of makes me feel like it's telling me it's filling his time because he's like. I don't want to like see the Ken Barons right now. And Savika's like, well, we don't have a choice. The plot says we have to. Right. And it's like, right. Uh, okay. I, yeah, they, I got that it's, a little it's, bit it's from Caitlin as well. Kind of stupid when they said that too. They were like, I don't think they were asking, but Silco's in charge of all of them and almost kills them all in the room. So I was like, I don't like who's like, if Silco's like, clearly why, in why charge here, care? why do I care about the Ken Barons? More scenes of Silco telling them to go fuck themselves, I guess. Yeah, woo. The, and as usual, a lot of the side characters simply serve to push along the main characters, which is definitely sure. a theme of the show. That, that's a so, thing that happens all the time. Like, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The, again, but the problem is, is that when your side characters are more interesting than your main characters, you got a problem. <laughs> yeah, sure. When the side um, characters that are pushing things along, a.k.a. Mel's mom, are way more interesting than Mel herself, <laughs> why isn't she just Mel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Why isn't Mel that character? How much more interesting would it have been if the romance was between a character like Mel's mom and Jace? Mm. Way more fucking interesting. Is that just because you like Mel's mom? No, and, and because she represents the ideology that Jace succumbed to. Which was um, the, the fascistic pursuit of power. Yeah, I mean, he definitely succumbed to it, but I yeah. mean, I guess he was... But, but like... Theoretically, let, let's go out for a limb here. Like, what was Jason, Jace and Mel's relationship about? She Mel pulled using him it. into politics. Yeah, agree. <clears throat> she corrupted him. Yeah, Mel needed Except like a that figurehead. She never, she didn't do nothing wrong ever. Wait, what? You mean that you're Mel. saying the show doesn't think Mel ever did anything wrong? No, I don't think it does. I think Mel, at best, was actually trying to hold back Jace at certain times. And he looked like even more of an asshole because of it. I mean, I think that was true when Mel's mom showed up on the field. Yeah, Mel got him to allow trade things through because who the fuck cares? Yeah, I mean... Capitalism, Jace, capitalism. I don't think... Oh, capitalism. 
I don't think oh. Mel is portrayed in a good light before Mel's mom shows up personally. And I Wait. think that the show agrees with me because she has she takes off her family signet at the very end of the show. Yeah, in a resignation like in, of her family that she already resigned herself from. Yeah, right. And also a resignation of trying to like force her um her um city to go in a very specific direction. She Which like was not war. only is she well, there there was the war angle, yes, but there was also just the angle. So of, is she um, giving up on war, or is she giving up on peace? She's giving up on war and her family at the same time. But she she's giving up, up on, on her war family. by by declaring war. What? What are you talking about? She didn't declare declare war. Jace fucking. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. In in sense that, like, so the second Jace says his proposal, and she's like, "Fine, I, I'll finally give up on the idea of war." When was she ever in favor of war? She was in favor of creating defensive weapons, not specifically war, right? Wasn't that her idea? The I, defensive I weapons guess. thing? It wasn't very clear. It doesn't yeah, that part make I a whole with. lot of sense. It's a conniving evil plan. No, I don't. And that's why the thing. is I don't she think so she, pissed off when it happens? I don't think she's evil per se. I think that well, she is just the right. representative of. But, like, like, let's say, for example, her relationship with Jace was all about seducing him and corrupting him so that he would make a weapon. Why is she so upset when he finally does it? No, I don't think he's. I don't think her point was. Exp- uh, yeah, okay. I guess I was saying it was about the weapons. I guess it's less about the weapons, more about she just wants to, I guess, increase Piltover's influence or something. And, like, she knows she has a pliable person with Jace. Right. Like, I don't get it. So, again, her mom. Make her mom's character, her, better show. Now the corrupting influence on Jace makes more sense because she actually is a warmonger. She seduces him with tiny little things toward concentrated power until she uses the fear of the underlings uprising to convince him to finally make a weapon and revoke his pacifistic nature. And she can do it while getting naked in a bathtub and fucking a hot fuckboy. <clears throat> and like, again, better. I have improved the show. I don't, I don't know, man. I like the fact that, so like Jace is the perfect neoliberal where he's trying to walk both lines where he wants to like hate the undercity. And then anytime he thinks about going to like visceral with them and getting his hands bloody, he backs off, but he'll maintain the status quo. He'll I think send he's other important... people to punish yeah, them. Exactly. And turn yes. a blind eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I get but that. he won't ever declare true war on them, which is what Mel's mom would have. Him so do. who better to corrupt him than an outright, like, fascist i think the corruption force was the neoliberal mel because no, no, he wasn't no. he was already that though he didn't have any opinions he was a fucking no, scientist he was born in his privileged society and he had been turning his blind eye since the day he took a step outside i agree he was moderate but he wasn't political he was apolitical is not a thing <laughs> when when every presumably all of piltover's resources come from their borderline slave labor yeah. In their segregated society? No. There is no apolitical on this. I mean, dude, you know I agree with that, but there is right. a difference between someone the being politically... The show wants to give you that perspective right. by not showing you how terrible it really was because right. that would make all the good characters seem more like irredeemable assholes. But the I... fact of the matter is that Jace started off as an irredeemable asshole with his nose in his books concerned only with his own research and his own progress. At which point he accumulated so much power that he became an asshole based on the ideas that he already had, which was that he was better than those people. He treated Victor like a shithead the entire time. 
Well, he treated Victor as a shithead when he got power. Well, Originally, he treated when him he... as a shithead beforehand because he never truly shared the spotlight with Victor. And Victor no, resented I think the him show... for it. I, no, I, I disagree with this. Yeah, I think the show did. took a there lot of pains. There was that scene before anything even fucking happened where Victor is working the goddamn curtain while fucking uh, Jace is giving the speech. So I thought this too, but like they take a lot of moments in the show to show that Victor doesn't want that limelight. He like, says he doesn't want it, but he takes it at every given opportunity. Victor? Uh, yeah, 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 because at the count, the last council meeting, Jace finally lets Victor sit in and speak at the council, and he takes that opportunity to do so. I think Victor. Yeah, I, I think Victor all along wanted to share some of the spotlight, but felt like you know he didn't want to take it away from Jace. And the second that Victor said, yeah. "I'm not really sure I want it," Jace is like, "Okay, I'll do it. That's fine. I'll do it. See you later, buddy. Like I'm out. I'll there, go do it." I think you guys are reading into this. There are two instances total where I Victor am reading even attempts this. to The relationship it. of Jace and Victor is about the relationship of Jace's position in society and Victor's position in society. Yeah, well, that now, I Despite agree with. the fact that Victor was every bit as brilliant as Jace, he would never be his equal because of where Because he he's from Zaun, yep. Yeah, I agree with this too. Right, so the entire purpose of their relationship is showing how they come together or come apart based on that parallel. Every time Jace starts to be an asshole about Zahn, he's an asshole to Victor. In the final moment when he finally considers peace, he comes back and theoretically rectifies with, with Victor, but it's too late. I, I guess the thing that... I guess the reason why I would rather see him remain as a neoliberal is because they do such a very good job of showing all the different facets no, 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 no. of neoliberalism. I get that. But instead of seeing is, is them just become a fascist, I don't, which is much less interesting. For two seconds when he killed a kid. Yeah, There's no yeah, denying that. But no, I'm not what saying, I'm saying is what we are going back to is that I would rather his corrupting influence be someone who was corrupt rather than Mel. Who Mel was is also corrupt. Evil. No, she's not. Yes, she is. She explicitly oh, has a scene oh, with him about it. I illegal imported wine. Boo yes. fucking who. Okay. What, do you oh, act no. like neoliberalism Insider isn't corrupt? Trading. Fuck off. Yes. What are you That's talking about? That's not real about? corruption. Real corruption oh, is bad. what they already had, which is that everything they ever owned came from their fucking poor ass neighbor. Yes, I know. I agree. So, But That's that a- never came up. What are you talking about? Mel's entire character like existed for that purpose to like butcher the system that currently existed to guarantee the privileges of the rich. That's what she did. When? When she got them wine from a country that wasn't even the one she was exploiting? I mean, that, technically, well, technically, on. her mother country too. It's from yeah, from Italy. From. That's not fucking smuggling. I mean that is literally boo fucking, smuggling. I know, but like boo fucking who? This is not the this is not the evil corruption. This is bullshit. This is hey hey boss, can I get like can, can I can I get one of your fancy chocolates from the boardroom meeting? Sure, bud. I mean oh, with corruption. The, with the obvious implication that there's much more happening, otherwise he wouldn't have had to talk to every single one much of the council members. Much more happening that they completely ignore. Yeah, because Again, I think they trust us to be intelligent Mel's enough character to figure it by out. make her a real corrupting influence by showing the actual evil shit that Piltover is okay, going on. Okay, fine. You know what? I agree with that. It still and shouldn't have been Mel's mom. Dami mommy as the no. vehicle for that. No, because now you're just making him into a literal fascist when he's no, so much more interesting. He's a neo- he can still I- resist it. He's just fucking her. Oh, so he's not getting corrupted. I see. Okay. A little bit. A little corrupted. Okay. Then make it's it a just corrupted. a more corrupting influence a specifically. Corrupted. 
Dude, a little, a little corruption corrupted. from fascism doesn't look like a little corruption from the bourgeois neoliberal state. Yeah, those are different he's already things. A corru- he woke up corrupt. He yeah. he didn't go to bed dead. But he didn't, but he didn't wake <laughs> up he with up bourgeois corrupt. power. He, he spent every day of his life corrupt. He just finally saw how it worked yeah, and I shit agree. his little piss boy pants. Yeah, which is interesting because you yeah. basically never get that. I get a fuckload yeah, of things you, talking you about fascism. You still get that with Dami Mommy. I guess. I think you just want to see more Dami Mommy. Yeah, I do. Because she's a way more interesting character than Mel, and she's wasted. I guess. She has a perspective. She has a fascist perspective that makes sense from her perspective. I don't agree with it in the fucking slightest. No, I know you don't. But she does a real way. She has a real way and a charisma of explaining it that makes it feel right. And it makes it feel reliable and it makes it feel safe. And that's exactly how that character should be portrayed. Yeah. I mean, I assume we're going to be getting that in season two. (laughs) Do you? Or yeah. is she going to get the echo treatment where she gets a cool fight and then dies? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Well, echo didn't. Well, uh, first of all, oh, whatever. Yeah, but like, gotta, it's a cool fight and does We got to get Darius so Dami Mommy's dead soon. Yeah, I'm she, sure. Darius is going to cut her head off. Darius with, is going to kill. Slam jam. Darius kills Jarvin. Was Jarvin and Garen? Are they coming in? Is season two all about Demacia? Is that what season yeah, two is going to be? Go, there you go. We're not yeah, even going to come fuck back this to this story. Fuck this we're just going to go right over. to Demacia. We got Lux and Garen and Jarvin and Darius. And we're jumping I can't right wait to that for the fucking eyes Lux gives Garen every oh, goddamn did you, did scene. Did you see that guy reading the children's book about Timo, by the way? Did anyone catch Great, that? Great, thanks. Did anyone catch G- that? Click I and did point, see that. Click and point, boys. <laughs> oh, I hated that. <laughs> Look, it's a book about Timo. Like, what is Timo supposed to be in that book? Like, is he an animal? Is he a, is he a fairy tale? Like, what no, book are you reading oh, there he is, there that, he is. that a Timo was in it? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, like, no. So, like, again, zero confidence in this season, too. Dami Mommy was wasted, but cool. A lot of characters, side characters, were wasted, but cool. R.I.P. Sky <laughs> Young. It's, 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 all about, it's all about condensing your story. Cut out a second Vi V. Silka's right-hand woman oh, fight. Oh, dude, they Make were both more so, shit. I mean, they're, A, they were both so good, and then B, like... Probably more importantly, I do think it's important they fight twice. No, it's not. Okay. Well, then somehow you have to let the the like show and not tell the uh, the people. I don't have the... to rewrite the whole fucking show to know that when a fight scene really ends with nothing being different after it's done, it didn't need to happen. I but okay again. I'll make my case, and I'm not even going to actually make it. I'm just going to repeat that I think it's important that Vi doesn't change. They even no. say it like a million. I don't think times. it's important. I, okay. I understand that Vi cannot change. I don't think she was played off against very well either. Not changing is not the issue. Listen, you spent you spent two hours of runtime on the first three mm-hmm. episodes of the backstory. Because they were oh, like oh. 40 to 45 minutes apiece. Two hours mm-hmm. of my life I had to learn yeah. about their backstory. And then we wasted probably about half an hour of echo scream time where he did nothing. And there's just so much that you could have cut and so much that you could have done better, but you chose to fan service and you chose to, I don't know, what else instead. Uh, we wasted easily five solid minutes on animated Imagine Dragons. We even got, I mean, yeah, we even got a hug scene Agreed. between Jason and his mom where he says, I'm about to do what I didn't think I'd ever have to do. And then he kills <laughs> the like, kid. How do you, sicko mode. <laughs> how do you guys, <laughs> how do you two not see that as an important scene, though? That's like a literally important scene. He should have said it to Mel. 
Okay, fine. Then change the character. It's still a good scene. Right, yeah, yeah but it, with the really. wrong character, it's not a good scene. That's what makes oh, a good scene. okay. Is with the right characters. If For the record, I think it's actually better with his mom because of the thing I said earlier, which is there's a theme about you return to the people you love and you do the wrong thing because of it, which he doesn't really actually care about Mel that much, right, which is why know, he abandoned Mel. literally nothing about his mom up until that point. Hey, remember it's in the beginning of the show where, where Jay's gets saved by Rise and then like the show forgets about that whole thing? The show didn't forget about that? It does forget about it. In what way? Remember Jace's obsession with magic and its power? Yeah, yeah. Did the show yeah, remember yes. that? Yes, it spent the entire show bending the idea of using magic instead. Right, but it, it spent the entire show having Victor bend that idea. And Jace yeah. come in and go, hey, great work, buddy. Victor became great the magic work, guy. So, yeah, no, so Victor, Victor, the thing that, that's something that I didn't get to point out that I was very confused with. The fact that in those first couple of backstory episodes, it was Jace and Victor, and they talk about how they always used to work together, and then suddenly when they get to progression day, Jace is like, nah, I'm just the guy that says things. You do all the work. I'm going to leave the lab forever. You just keep working on this. <laughs> like, when did he decide... To not be a scientist anymore, like, and I'm talking about before when he, he was became, corrupted by politics. Before, Mike, before he, he became, was fucking no, a politician. Before, before he became counselor or even got on that thing, he was just making the speech of progression day. He was like, "Look at our work." No, he literally put his name on a group project that Victor did his entire yeah. self. Like, yeah, it, Jace it's, never did it's anything. Ridiculous right. that they said that he was <laughs> so into magic, and then just episode four and five were like, "Nah, just kidding, fam." Jace just wants to be a politician now. He doesn't even yeah. work on things. So now you guys are complaining about the fact that he was successfully corrupted by his power. No, 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 no. I before guess. he was corrupted. Yeah, before. No, what it. are you talking before about? Before he became he, the, the counselor, he gave the speech of progression. I know. Thing. I know. Power didn't just come from the counselor position. The power came from the fact that the entire fucking city worshipped him before that. I guess. How is that not power to you guys? No, I mean, it is a little bit, but. I mean, it's, I just it's, not, like, it's not it power, just feels weird it's not power that in the sense that he still had to go through people to get anything done, like always. It just feels weird that that's another five-minute scene we could have cut. Wait, which, which five-minute scene? The one where he, his, him and his mom could save oh, the magic. Oh, I, I will stand by this probably to my death. And you see will. That's a Here I come, scene. buddy. That's fine. Let's I'll go. Die. You better get, <laughs> you best get you your better, pike because you I'm rushing that hill. You better get a suit of armor, buddy, because we're gearing up over here. Oh, I'm getting mine. <laughs> it may take a while. $7,214. You know, give or take one to three years. I'll have it, and I'll be in it, and I'll be coming the for it. The overall message up. of the show was that the, the people of Zaun never did anything wrong except for the times where the f show forcibly shoved it in there to make them look wrong. Mm -hmm. And the people of Piltover never did anything right except for the times where the show forcibly put it in there where they had where they were right i wouldn't have summarized it in that way but yeah basically yeah i mean every basically my take is everyone in the show doesn't make good choices there are some people that well like, some people make great choices except yes. that the show has to make them retroactively bad choices yeah now that i agree with yeah mm -hmm. i don't know mike what's your moral takeaway do you even want one of these uh, I mean, I don't, just I don't have more takeaway other than once again, I'm I'm let down by something that actually could have been legitimately amazing and was once again just pandering and and just wasting of time and then nine episodes and boom aha season two gotcha. Like so, I'm, you know, you escaped my ire during this episode for the most part, but like at least JW can admit he liked it. Huh, so I didn't even I, like it. I, I, I thought it was I okay. Think he liked it I probably think okay. too. I think it's okay. You think it's I, okay? Yeah, really. Because I, I will call it. I will call it a firm seven out of ten. 
It's a good show. It is above average. Yeah, this is solidly above average. Like there are problems solidly with it. Above average. There are problems, but and there's not the, enough the things. For me to... The things that they do very right carry it. Yes, yes, because they do it so well. But there are things that they do wrong, and there are things that they do very wrong. So what? Do, okay, do you just generically like? Would you say that you agree generally with like JW's take, but you just put it at a lower than seven out of ten or something? Yeah, like that? probably six, six and a half for me. I don't know. Because I like. I dig. Like I think like just, for an anime, this is a ten. Yeah, no. Yeah, if for an anime, if you're comparing it to other 14. animes, sure, I'd absolutely watch this over anything else. Because this animes don't do things right. No, and they yeah, do yeah. a lot wrong. No, and when they yeah, do things right, they accidentally do them right, and then in episode four, you realize it was an accident. <laughs> and and you're like, episode four, yeah, exactly. fucking bamboozled. Or, or you yes. get, or you get rent a girlfriend. You're like, son of a gun. I mean, that's Son part of the bitch. reason why I was willing to like give this thing credit because I actually trusted the showrunners enough because of how oh, many things they did zero right. Zero trust. Okay, well, I have at least some trust for the showrunners. That that season two setup shenanigans is firm distrust territory. So you just hate that it literally set up a season two. I there, hate there are ways that they to set made up a this two. with no intent to end it. Uh, okay, fine. Do you understand I guess? like what that means in a story? I literally only seek stories that understand how to end. That's like my thing. Right. So when you make a story that has no intent of ending, why would you ever expect it to do well the longer it runs? I mean, I'm not saying I trust them to make it in, in ad infinitum amazing. I trust I'm just saying... them to do two things. Okay. Not end and eventually run out of money and get canceled. <laughs> okay, fine. But it's like, only a matter of time. It's only basically the question is how many good seasons do they get before they turn to shit? Okay. So I think two. I think the end of two will be nauseating, and I'll hate it, sure. and I'll never watch another season. I mean, it's rare for shows to actually get a season two and have it be good. But like, based on your criteria, we shouldn't have expected even Game of Thrones season two to be good. Yeah, pretty much. So like, I did not think that Game of Thrones was the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread. I mean, I, I that was why when it ended, quote unquote, poorly, I was like, why are you all so mad? This is what you've been watching the whole time. <laughs> well, so I never you don't think there was a precipitous some fucking high art shit. I mean, so I think it's not. So everyone was like, oh my God, ruined it. I, like, I, watched, I watched three seasons of Game of Thrones and then I just stopped there are really good scenes the in the last season, season that nobody wants oh, to talk yeah, about they're, because yeah, they're memes. in service to nothing. Like, I mean, there are amazing well, yeah. scenes in the last season. I agree. Yeah. Like the dragon scene behind Khaleesi is actually stunning. Fucking great. Yeah. And the but motivations like, all make sense. Like nobody wants to fucking admit it, but like, and, and like they were setting it up though. Like, what did you, what did you, I don't, I don't want to make this a game of Thrones thing, but what the fuck did you expect? Did you not oh. expect giant high fantasy dragon fights? Did you not expect, like, twists and turns? Did you not expect one final stab in the dick? What what the fuck did you think was going to happen? I think you're simplifying it so much that you can make it sound insane. I don't think people expected the quality of a show to drop so precipitously. No, no, no. The quality the did not drop that precipitously. Oh, the quality okay. was very, very similar, and it had been going down for about five seasons. I agree. It, ever since like season four, the show had been dropping. Right. right. So, so I, I was watching. just like, what nice. the fuck did you expect? Yeah, I, I think it's fair to be like, you shouldn't be this upset about it. Like by the time yeah, season really six shouldn't. hit, 
Like I had my blinders on probably until season six. And then right. once like season six was ending, I was like, hold on, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And like, I think that's the last great twist was in. Jamie getting his hand cut off and that was it. I don't remember what season that is, but I sure. think it's four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, but like, yeah, like sand snakes sucked. Oh, terrible. Like, like there's, there's, but like, there's always been terrible shit in the show. Like even in season one and two, there's some not so great shit. Agree. It's just like, not it's every like, single scene, which is what it no, became. it was, but it wasn't every single scene at the end either. Yeah, almost every one of them, though. Uh, but it was a higher percentage. It yeah, went right. from twenty percent to fifty percent, and that is a very that is a That's very bad big. number. Yeah, but like, I, the people people just want everything. They want it all, and they're like, I don't understand what world you live in. Things always turn to I shit live in, given I live a long in, enough time. I live in Zon. And they're like, oh, you didn't have books to interpret. He was fucking going off book and goddamn episode one. So, like, just fucking shut the fuck up. If you want to like Game of Thrones and like it, you don't get to be, like, such a goddamn bent in a shape rage nerd about it when it continues its downward trend eight seasons later. So, like, this show is doing a Game of Thrones. I hope it continues its quality. I really don't think it is because I think that Game of Thrones season one and two had higher quality than this season one. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would agree with that, too. So, like, Game of Thrones started at a way higher spot than this fucking thing did. The, the one thing I will say is the, like, the animation in this is, I don't know how, you can't compare it to Game of Thrones because obviously that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, like, we should give credit to the animation as just being stellar. Like, I it's am, just yo, it is. But I don't, like, better. I'm not one of those fucking Sakuga stands who will just defend up and down the street anything in service no. of being like, yeah, the animation was good. No, like, no, yeah, no, we should right. it was. But we should give credit to it. I'll talk about, like, if you're like, oh, the cinematography was good in a movie. You're like, yeah, it was. That's cool. Yep. Cinematography should be in service of the story. The story, the story is the thing that you leverage everything off of. Did the animation help the story in this show? Absolutely. It was really good. Yeah. That should be, and I know in animation, like, it's a million times more expensive. But, like, that should be a minimum. I don't do look to animation as this is what I'm watching it for. No, I agree I look, with this as well. I, I, and in a way, it's it's almost like Catch-22, and you, you sh- like it's almost kind of disingenuous because it's like at the end of the day, animation can only fail. It can't really succeed Yeah. because animation can't carry everything. Like no matter how many times you watch fucking My Hero Academia – the time or, or or one piece when they fucking unleash the vault uh-huh. and dump money into a bunch of episodes and they yeah. animate the ever living fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. You can't. It doesn't save it. It doesn't no. matter. No, no, because if the story's bad, the story's bad. That's all. Because there is the to context it. of this fight is stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's dumb. You 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 took the money away from the things that matter. Agree. And like at the end of the day, I'd rather you get rid of all of those hype ass fights in one piece. And spread that money out over every yeah, other episode. He's so nice. And have a better fucking story because of it. Yes. Oh. And yep. that's exactly the same thing that I think about Arcane. Was the animation amazing? Yes. They had clearly an unending vault of money to both dump on the normal episodes and to double dump on the fight scenes. Double dump. Like, spread that shit out, man. Cut some of that shit out. And the problem is, is that knowing what I know about how anime and fucking netflix anime specifically is made Mm. like they go for broke they probably blew their whole load on this shit and when they were more expensive than spider-verse like yeah in the process of blowing their load animation wise 
you can tell what their minds were on. And it was on the fan service moments, the music video moments. That was where they were blowing the most load. That's what they care about. I mean, as a note, we watch something that is specifically about League of Legends. I know. So Because they have the money to make it. Well, I meant more that we're just going to see fan service pretty much regardless. Right. And the fan service that we saw in this, other than I would say... The was stupid, tolerable. It was... I mean, some of it was actually just tasteful. Like, mm. I like... I actively enjoy the watch scene with Echo. It's good. It's just good. Because you can put that in front of someone else and they wouldn't understand why specifically it is related to him. Like, I couldn't quiz them and have them know it was fan service. They'd be like, oh, yeah, like, he, like, plans his moves. I get it. He has a thing. This yeah, is yeah. his thing. He, he Sherlock Holmes did. Yeah, I mean, it's literally what it is. And because yeah. of how he functions in the game, that's cool for us. But, right. like, of the fan service moments I've seen, very, very, very minimal and something that no one would know was fan service unless you told them if they hadn't played yeah, the game. Yeah, I'm not talking about the Teemo book. I'm talking about Vi's fights feeling very fan servicey. Jace's fight being very fan servicey. I mean, again, if I put that in front of someone that had never seen the game, then they wouldn't know and that. I don't it fucking just care fight. whether they know if it's fan servicey. I care that that's what they were jerking themselves off to. I mean, that's that, where they the spent reason their why. Money. The reason why I care is because the fight scenes are beautiful, and I do great. think generally one speaking, day they, they say won't something... be beautiful, and okay, they still great. cost as much. Okay, but if we're talking about the idea of whether it's a problem if it's fan service, in this case, it's not a problem because the fan service is so minimal no, and it doesn't take service, things away. No, no, no. It's minimal in terms of time. It is not minimal in terms of money. It is soaking okay. up the lion's share of the fucking profit, not profit, the the expenses. They are spending all of their money on these fan servicey moments. And what they're going to learn from the success of the show very well might be bigger, grander, more expensive fan servicey yeah, moments. Yeah, it's like what Game of, Thro uh, Game of Thrones did too. Exactly. Yeah, that's what, some, that's what these people learn from these things. And yeah. I, I, like, I don't feel wrong when I say that season two is probably going to be a giant shit show. Yeah, I don't. Dude, if you asked me if I thought <clears throat> season two would be good, my answer would be no. Right, so that's why it's so disappointing that season one doesn't have an ending, because you know it never will. See, to me, that's an ending. I don't give a shit if a season two happens. That is an ending. It proves mm. my point about what this show is, which is nothing will change. Well, uh, that it, it literally holds true to its theme. It doesn't matter if there's a season two. I it's don't done. think that's its theme either. I know you don't, but that's what I definitely think the theme is. Like, over and over and over again, the characters try to make a difference, and it doesn't matter. It never matters. I think the theme is central to Jinx, that the whole world is like Jinx. She wants to do the right thing, but material conditions and experience have pushed her to the wrong side. And then she everything. causes global war. I feel like <laughs> you and I just said the same thing. No, I did not. Okay, Jinx well... expressly changes. Expressly. Okay. As, okay, a, as a person. But the world doesn't. No, the world it definitely changes. It goes to war. The Hextech changes the world. Yeah, but they already were. The war, at war. war has changed. They were already no, at war. No, they weren't at GW. war yet. No, they weren't. No, they were they not were at war. Because now they, they were, are. It was a one sided war. Fine, but it wasn't. Sure, no, but now it's different. Okay. It's changed. I feel like it's not that different. It's, it w well, it's going to be very different because they've been hyping up how different it's going to be the entire time. Maybe it will be next it's different. season, yeah. It's Jinx now. It's Jinx's time. Jinx is in charge. She sat in the chair, and she had her Tony Montana sit-down moment 
Now she's in charge. Now she said, okay, I'm reloading, and then fired a big missile. You want to you wanna fuck on me or you'll fuck with our best? Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, that's Arcane. Yeah. That's it. That's about I'm going to eat something. It's a good solid six. That's for me. Six, six and a half. It's what's fine. a seven? Like, what's a show that you enjoy more than Arcane? <sighs> I mean, I have plenty overall? for the record. I'm not saying there are none. There are many for me. Like, overall or anime only? Yeah, what are, um, we, what are we talking about? I, yeah, that's a good point. I mean... Yeah, it is I a guess good pick one. I, I don't okay. care. Pick right, one. Well. Okay, so overall, I Who would just pick... says anime. Okay, well, so we'll do both. So overall, we... I would say like um, seven out of ten and eight out of ten are shows that surprised me in a sense. Not that okay. necessarily it's based on my expectation, but I'm considering that where like there's the mediocre, there's the a- average, and then there's the average executed well, and that's like your fives, your fives and sixes, and your fours maybe. Are the you're saying are executed well as the fives and sixes and fours? Yeah, yeah. So like I would say, My Hero Academia is a distinct five. Ooh. It is uninspired. It yeah, has nothing worse. really going for it, but it does what it wanted to do very well. It has effective characters in the sense that what it's trying to make me feel is shown in hype, and sure. I guess that's that. And mm-hmm. I don't care, and it's a five. It's the best of the worst, basically. <laughs> In the worst possible way. <laughs> a six and a seven are things that I expect I would expect to be like a five, but actually manage to do and say something, although not completely. And that's exactly what I consider um, things like uh, Arcane and for another anime, I guess would be like, for me, honestly, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is a good example. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because, like, it really doesn't have much to say, but it is executed really well, but not even in that My Hero Academia way. Like, it has it has more than that. Its characters um, uplift it. It, it, yeah. it, uh, it makes it that much better. It's not painting by numbers. Like, it, it, is, it is filling the, the roles that it needs, but mm-hmm. it's painted in a more expressive way. <clears throat> Whereas, like, eights, or maybe high sevens, I would give to, like... Red Line and Gurren Lagann. Okay. Things that were elevated not only by their characters, but by like an overall vision that maybe was just sort of hampered in terms of scope a little bit or meandered or just like had some flaws. Sure. Whereas like Red Line is borderline perfect as a movie, but like it's more of a swan song for a type of anime production and an attitude. And it doesn't always come across that way in the show. But... It is really, really great, and it executes everything that it wants to do almost perfectly. Okay. So, like, there you go. And that's anime. In terms of shows, I guess you could say, like, the perfect show you could put up there with, like, the, the greatest TV shows ever, like True Detective Season 1 and 3, or Breaking Bad, or, like, um, uh, I'm trying to think of some other fucking, like, uh, I, uh, I won't pick Mad Men. Mad Men, I think, is another, like, good seven. Actually, Mad Men, is, I think, is the perfect example of what I'm talking about with Arcane. It's a good show. It's got good fucking characters. It seems like it has a point. But the longer this goes, the worse it's going to get. And at a certain point, like it's just a matter of deciding when you want to get off the roller coaster. Yeah, right. Sixes and fives would be like The Walking Dead. Oh, I like, couldn't stand Walking Dead. Well, well season one? I didn't make pretty, it through the first pretty episode. Pretty okay. 
first, first episode's rough. First episode's very rough. Yeah, but like first rough. seasons, it's good. It's good. It's worth watching. Good scenes. So. Yeah, good scenes, good productions, good, good shit. And yeah, I like, mean, hey, eh. this is a good pick for the, the, the four and five you said, because like there are good yeah. scenes in My Hero. Right, exactly. Exactly the same thing. So like when I'm talking about sevens, this is arcane. It's right there. It's right there below the greats, but it's right there above the best mediocres. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you so, want in on this? That's yeah. why I said I like it. Yeah. Fair enough. It's a six. It's a seven. It's a great. Yeah, it's a six and a half. And it. then in a year, I'll forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I imagine I'll eventually forget about this too. But I forget about it's a lot. Not, it's not going to stick with you. It's not going to stick with you. And then when you watch season two, you'll, those flaws will be exacerbated and you'll be like, eh, I'm done. I think some of the Kinda characters like, will stick with you. Know what, I remember it's like, you know what else it's like? The boys. It's oh like my the god, boys. dude, the boys is rough. Like that got more. Yeah, I, okay, I could see totally this going great, but uh, it's got those flaws that hold yeah, it back. Some, yeah, it's got those flaws. big flaws that hold it back. But the good parts are so good that you, you, you patch it over, right? It carries yeah, yeah. it. The good Agreed. parts of the boys season one carry it, but then you get to season two, and those problems just get bigger. And you're oh like, yeah. Ooh. And suddenly yeah. the great parts are fewer and far further between. And you're like, I don't know, guys. The the slope's starting to look pretty steep. I don't know if I'm gonna do season three. That's well, I what I expect I any, of Carter. I'm not planning on season season three either. Exactly. So. Like that is all I expect of Arcane. So that's that. why I'm sad that some of the characters that I thought were the coolest, I know with almost 90% accuracy are not going to get the kind of glow ups that I want. I mean, yeah, Victor, Victor will get, Victor will get his fucking anime moment when he turns into full robo Stalin and I'm going to throw up. Uh, Do you just call him Stalin because he's Russian? (laughs) No, the lines he says in the game are very distinctly like Stalinistic. The revolution is now. The flesh must be replaced. Like, no, I do remember that now. Redistribute. Come on, man. Like, that's not that's yeah, not no. that's not the Victor we're looking at right now. No. No, it's also not the jinx we're looking at. It's not the Vi we're looking at. It's not the jinx like but it, might be. <laughs> it very well could be. That's yeah. if that's what I get in season two, all of these characters turning into their video game versions. Hard trash. Yeah, agree. I would agree. Yeah, hundred percent. And I and I expect nothing else. I expect Demacia. I don't think it's reasonable to expect anything. I else. expect so, Demacia. I'm sad. A bunch of my characters, I feel like, didn't have the best endings. Some of my favorite characters didn't have any endings at all. And I know deep down that they'll never get. Okay. Um. Quick fun question, real quick before we go. How much uh, do we think it cost? No, because that's a stupid, not fun question. That's wrong. <laughs> all of that is wrong. Um, who, okay, who do you think killed Dami Mami's son and from what nation? Oh, are we, what are these just like call shots? No, 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 no. I just, oh, I legitimately no. just, just kind of want to know like lore wise, like who is it? I mean, they're from, it's going to be from, uh, Demacia. It's going to be Noxus. No, not Demo- Noxus. It's within Noxus. No, but it's, it's going to be, but, but she's I'm, from I'm, Noxus and her son was killed. You yeah. think it's still a Noxus assailant? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Okay, yeah. well, listen, I'm going to guess, I'm going to literally guess that it is, um, I'm, I'm, mm, I don't think it's Darius because he's a little too important. Way too important. 
Um, who else do we know is from Noxus? Ur- I mean, we know no, Darius, Urgot. we know Draven, Urgot, Scion, um, Swain. What else am I forgetting? You know Katarina? what? I bet I... Katarina? No, Katarina is too important. I would also guess... Was wasn't it? Yeah, I think, I think Swain fits is. with it. I think Swain fits like the tone they've developed. Oh, I could um, see Swain. But Draven if, if, and Darius are too murder hobo y, especially if, but if they, But if they, have to, if they have to rise to power and Dami Mommy's currently in power of Noxus, does it not make sense there? No, no, yeah, she's not like in power. She's she's just one of the like she, powerful people. She's the head of a, of a nondescript house. Okay. Yeah. And you, don't, you can't really tell how powerful she really okay. is. Fair enough. In the overall grand scheme of things. Right. So it could be she's one of the big players, in which case Darius makes more sense. Yeah. She could also be just like a random yeah, council d- member yeah. analog, in which case she could die to a fucking rock. <laughs> oh, you know what? That'll be my bet. Um, Caused by be... Urgot coming to aggressive. <laughs> also, I think Urgot is a Zon one now that I think about it. I think it, he is way. Zon as well, yes. Um, that said, though, my current bet will be the worst thing that could happen for the show, which would be it's not the person that is killed that has killed the son will be killed by a named character from League of Legends that will become the new bad guy. So it would be as if, like, you know, here's this, like, new bad guy named Sven, and Sven oh. killed my son, oh, and go. we're going to get... Oh, oh you know no, what? he got killed by Swain. You know what? Oh. You, know who, you know who's yeah. from Noxus and is an assassin? Talon. Katarina. Wait, oh, oh. oh, that's a good one. Mm, I, just I don't up, think about Talon. I didn't think of that. that. I didn't, no, no, no. I, Talon makes perfect sense. Right? I mean, he's that perfect level of like low to medium level guy. Because Katarina is just the more important version of him. She's like a princess. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. She's the princess assassin. Talon's mm-hmm. just yeah. the guy. Well, here, here, he's, he's the, here he's the Boba the, Fett. Because here are all the Noxus champs from leagues or from Riot Games. Yeah, yeah. You got Cassiopeia. Darius, Draven, Cassiopeia is from Noxus. I says. thought she was from the, nope, the that's what desert. It says. I'm reading it right. Whatever. Oh, She'll Shamir. be from wherever they fucking uh, need. Yeah. No. Kled, yeah. Um, LeBlanc, oh, yeah, Kled. Mordekaiser, yeah. Riven, Samira, Sion, Swain, Talon, and Vladimir. And Jesus out of all of those, long. Talon makes the most sense to me. Uh, that does make a lot of sense, actually. I agree with you there. Unless it's Sion, and he's also... just murdering everybody. Go Sion. Go. No, no, no. Also, speaking of ways in which we know season two is going to be dark shit. Yeah, once Zon gets independence, think of all the, the other Zon champions we have coming up. Yeah, yeah. You want me to look them up for you? Is that what you want me to do? When Singed takes over. When Urgot takes over. When all right, Twitch here we go. No, 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 no. I'm going to read them. Let's, let's just read them out now. Might as well we'll get into this. Uh, Blitzcrank, obviously. Dr. Mundo. From Zon? Yeah, because, no, uh, he's because from Zon. in the yeah. original lore, Victor builds... Why is he Victor saying Piltover builds... beatdown? <laughs> because he's, he's beating... People from Piltover. What? Yeah, get it? Like, he hates Piltover. Because in the, in, the origi- in, the ori- is, in the original lore, bad. here's the thing. In the original lore, Victor built him, but then somebody else took credit for Victor's project. But it wasn't Jace. It was another guy. But then Jace <coughs> wouldn't back Victor yeah. up. So then he was, like, basically, quote-unquote, from Piltover, but he's actually from Zaun kind of deal because he's originally oh, okay. Victor's creation. <laughs> then you got, you got Janna, Jinx, Singed, Twitch, Urgot, Victor, Warwick, Zack, and Ziggs. What? Yeah. Oh, right, because they redid Warwick again. They redid his lore. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I know. So the producer said it at the very, very end of Singed's last scene. There, what looked like a beast's claw. Yeah. Up against one of his tables. Yeah. Oh, I that missed that. Warwick. <clears throat> I forgot that they made Warwick from Zaun, even yeah. though originally he just raped. Um, uh, Soraka. Uh, Soraka, and got cursed because of it. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. So I just thought that'd be a fun way to end. Um, you know, uh, hit us oh, at Twitter at CrappyAnimeASD with uh, your guesses, but we probably won't watch any more. Uh, maybe we will. Maybe this is one we come back to just because it's so big and so hot. No, no season twos. <laughs> okay, we're never coming back to it. All right. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hope you liked Arcane. We thought it was meh to pretty good to good. So uh, I think it was good. <laughs> Seven. Mm, six. Yeah, I think it was good. Half at best. Ethan, what's I mean, your I'm final rating? With, what's I'm, your final I'm rating? fine with giving it a seven. Okay. Like, I mean, I'll give it a seven and a half if I need to be different. But like, no, 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 somewhere give, in give that ballpark, seven, seven and a half. Yeah. Eight feels a little extreme because eight, nine, ten. I feel like that's where uh, eight, we're getting to like artistic. Eight is definitely shit. too high. Six, yeah. I can swing depending on how much you hate. Yeah, our producer gives it an eight. So there you go. Yeah, because yeah. right. he, he's a little. His brain was a little more off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right. Well, we love you. He, Thanks, guys. Come, he came during the fight scenes more than we did. So there you go. <laughs> right. Tune in. Uh, oh, next season, I guess. Not even next week. Next season. Uh, we're taking a week or two off, depending on what the thing is. But at least a week. We always do. Maybe two, depending on when the season releases. But then we'll be back for season seven. Holy frick! Jeez, Louise. Woo. Time flies. All right. We'll see you next season on Crappy Anime Showdown. Woo! Bye. Bye-bye. You are not in.